I absolutely want to puke. I miss it so boring. What's better than a live radio show every morning on TV? Well, just about anything. But that hasn't stopped MSNBC from teaming up with radio's original bad boy, who now looks like a nasty old lady. Listen, Bernie. Imus. Tell that intern this coffee sucks. <laughs> yes, every morning, see Imus listen to a tape of other people's comedy bits, live on the air. I need a hammer to bite into this muffin. You're so many best. Fresh one, please. Thank you. See his wild behind-the-scenes addicts. <laughs> hey, listen to me, stupid. I am the I-Man. You are the walrus cuckoo kachu. Now get me some fresh coffee or you're fired. Imus, he's irreverent. So, uh, what's the deal with the Pope? He's topical. So, uh, what's the deal with this Watergate break? He's incoherent. I'll tell you what, that, uh, is it double repentance? What, what the hell is it? I don't know. He's Imus and he's boring. And he's only on MSNBC, a cable channel nobody watches, and a bunch of AM radio stations nobody listens to. And when somebody gets a fresh jingle, it's Imus. Absolutely. 1002 at 560 WQM. Happy Thursday to you. Got some big uh, Imus and Don and Mike news. Well, not really big, but... Mediocre. Medium big. Although, uh, here's George Tennant. On in the fall of 2000. Yeah. CIA Director George Tennant is on there going, but a beep, but a boop, but a bop, 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 bop. But Iraq was uh, dangerous and Saddam was a bad guy and we still haven't found it yet, but then he's taken a few pot shots at David Kay. But the most important thing he did say was no one ever said Iraq was an imminent threat. You got that etched I in your mind? Or eventual. An imminent threat. No one ever said, in other words, uh -huh. within the intelligence agency, oh. which, of course, is what El Presidente told us. And that was the justification for going to war. And, of course, uh, Tony Blair was spewing the same kind of crap about a 45-minute uh, you know, window for an attack. And guess what? <laughs> Nobody who knew ever said they were an imminent threat. But at any rate, I just mentioned that in passing, and you can uh, you know, do whatever you want. Before we do the Imus and Don and Mike thing, here's the result of yesterday's poll again. Oh, that one website, that's a U of M thing. Yeah. And you have to subscribe to get, like, inside of it. The U of M sports uh, jock-sniffing thing. Ah. Remember I told you we got a lot of hits from there. So we have some closet people not listening to the show, of course, at U of M, because Donna Shillelagh wouldn't permit that. She's They're all busy waxing their shillelaghs at U of M. But uh, probably just checking out the uh, booby, you know? Right. And when you go to U of M, you do get a booby prize is what I'm hearing. That's what the Beast told me. <laughs> he got two. Uh, uh, 2,103 votes again yesterday. That's, uh, that's why we're going to have to take those two polls today to find out what the hell's going on here on our website. And, of course, Eric has been doing a fantastic job these last two months. It's really been great working with him. Uh, here's the poll question today. Which of these do you think was the most obscene or outrageous? Nice job, Eric. I'm sorry I sent you all those stories for today, but it's always great to go out with a flourish, you know? Which of these do you think was the most obscene or outrageous? 2,111 votes. They're just pouring in faster than I can even read them. But I'll try. George W. Bush sends thousands of U.S. troops to war based uh, on lies. 926. Nobody ever said that Iraq was an imminent threat. Oh, where did I just hear that? 926 said that. George W. Bush steals the 2000 presidential election, which we all know, of course. Absolutely. 552. Enron rips off investors for millions, 146. WQM hires Mo Howard David at 111. Very nice, impressive fourth place showing. Michael Jackson molests cancer-stricken kid alleged, 99. Finger-pointing Rush Limbaugh turns out to be a junkie, 87. Clinton Lewinsky penis gates sex scandal, 85. WQM fires Scott Farrell, 41. Dan Marino tells Wayne to stick it, 31. Justin Janet's Super Bowl flap after all of this tennis, after all the hysteria and the hand-wringing and the finger-pointing and the uh, ap apologizing, after all of that, Justin Janet's Super Bowl flaps only got 23. 1% out of over 2,100 votes. No big deal. 
Robert Blake kills Bonnie Lee, alleged only six, and Martha Stewart insider trading alleged only four out of 2,111 votes. How do you like that? Huh. Here's the first poll today. Not something you really have to either one of these, which, of course, means we're going to get a lot, a lot of great calls today. You'll see. Watch. WQAM, hello. Call this, you big fag. So, anyway, here's the uh, first poll. Oh, that was UM. That was... Yeah. <laughs> you hear that all day there. That was Mike Rosenthal at the University of Miami. He's uh, all upset about the uh, Donnie Shalele comments. Yeah, screw you, asshole. Poll number one, how long have you listened to this show on the Internet? Four choices for you. I'm a regular, a long time. I'm fairly new, but before Tittygate. Only started since Tittygate broke, and I'm not a real listener, just monitoring. <laughs> huh? That's I think what I'm that for. covers all the bases. By the way, thanks for the great work, Eric. You've been a real uh, treat. How long have you listened to the sh show on the Internet? I'm a regular a long time. I'm fairly new, but before Tittygate. Only started since Tittygate broke, which would have been Sunday night, I guess. There was a game on there. And I'm not a real listener, just monitoring, which has some ominous tones. I'm monitoring you. Right. Anyway, here's the uh, Imus and Don and Mike crap. Anybody know who Don and Mike are? No. Good. Uh, Lloyd Grove in the New York Daily News writes, and this is on radio and records today, so it might actually be true. It's always difficult to know for sure when radio jock Don Imus is faking one of his patented on-air tantrums, probably because he can't understand what he's saying. But his explosion at Vanity Fair writer Maureen Orth on Friday was apparently the genuine article. Imus, whose show on WFAN AM is simulcast on MSNBC, was clearly irked that the wife of NBC News personality Tim Russert, an Imus show regular, aborted a phone interview so that she could flog her much-hyped Michael Jackson expose on CNN's American Morning. She's blowing us off for CNN? That's bullshit, he exclaimed. I misrupted his uh, uncensored profanity clearly audible on the air. You can't do that. You can do that to me again, booking somebody who's blowing us off. I'm not saying you'll be fired, but, he ranted to producer Bernard McQuirk, this is outrageous, is what he said. Yesterday, I missed declined to comment on the incident. MSNBC spokeswoman had this to say about dropping the S-bomb. We regret that this went out over our air. Boy, there's sure a lot of apologizing lately, isn't we there? apologize. No, we don't, though. Orth asked if she thinks it'll all blow over, said in a statement. I certainly hope so. I've known Don Imus since the 70s, and I think he's the best. Right. The best dead man in a chair, making a lot of cash. She added in an obvious attempt to placate the ornery 63-year-old. He's only 63. He could pass for 90. He looks like my grandpa. Vanity Fair publicity director Beth Kniesiak, whatever that is, Sneziak, hmm? bless you, told me that Orth, who had phoned Imus from the CNN green room, was not at fault. We scheduled her too tightly, Sneziak said, adding that Orth ended her Imus interview after a mere five minutes because a CNN staffer was standing nearby and demanding that she do so. We thought CNN wasn't going on until later. There would be plenty of time to go over on Imus. Sneziak pointed out that Orth was ready to go on with Imus on Thursday, right after today's show appearance, but Imus's booker said Friday would be better. She'll never be on again, Imus vowed after Orth's sudden departure, not ever. She's banned for life. Well, how many people are watching Imus? About 30, man. Those 30 people are really going to miss Maureen. Now, in the wake of that, not to be outdone, of course, Don and Mike land two-week suspension from Infinity. Affiliates will hear best-of shows through February 16th. How can you have a best of on the Don and Mike show, I really wonder? Don and Mike, uh, blow! Right. There's so much to choose from. Oh, I know. The only, you know, the only good thing that Don Geronimo ever said in his life was... W-I-O-D. Oh, I hate that station. That was it. Mm -hmm. And then when they did that pay phone, what did they call it? Phone booth challenge? Right. They ripped off uh, Rick and Suds a bit that Rick and Suds has been doing for years, pay phone challenge. 
And they ripped it off and called it Phone Booth Challenge, which is so, I mean, just, oh, pathetic. Anyway, although Infinity's official stance is that the duo were suspended without pay for a violation of company policy, this suspension was meted out thanks to John Geronimo's utterance of the word bullshit on the air Tuesday during a tirade about Infinity stablemate Don Imus, who Geronimo believed got away with using the word during his show that morning. But while Imus Flub did air on MSNBC on the Tuesday morning simulcast, Infinity spokeswoman Karen Mateo tells Radio and Records the word was bleeped from radio by Imus's home station, WFA in New York. Don and Mike's home station at WJFK Washington and the duo's affiliates will have to get by with Best of Broadcast through February 13. Don and Mike are slated to return to the air on Monday, February 16. Are they on anywhere in South Florida that we know of? Not that I know of. No, I don't think so. Is Imus on the air on the radio anywhere in South Florida? No. Like in a Palm Beacher? I don't. Well, that could be. Not that we know of. Somebody well, I just mentioned that in passing because everybody's apologizing and a lot of bleeps and a lot of words and everybody in America is really all upset about words. Well, this this is a lot better than that, though, although it's a picture on CNN's website that looks like uh, crap, literally. And it's in living color, too, a living brown. Longview, Texas, a Texas woman has struck oil, or maybe it struck her. Lila Latorno returned from work late Monday to find crude oil covering her home's floors and spilling from the toilets, bathtub, and sinks. Experts have told her the oil kind of burped up, burped up, <laughs> like that. Longview City crews and representatives from Bossa Research, which owns some wells in the area, trying to help find the source of the oil. Local station KLTV reported one theory is that the house may have been built on an abandoned well that wasn't properly plugged. Well, it wouldn't <laughs> surprise me tomorrow morning if we start seeing oil popping up in that studio around 7.30 in the morning. Maybe Moe's bag isn't properly plugged. Absolutely. We got olive oil. It'll probably be the same color as this turlet seat anyway. Boy, this is disgusting. Crude oil covers the commode in Layla Laterno's hey, home is the caption. Anyway. Got a color picture of that? What? Of that event. It's, it's on the CNN website. Oh. You bet your ass. I always tease people about, doesn't everybody in Texas have an oil derrick in the backyard? Then when I came home and discovered I struck oil inside the house, Laterno said. She and her son are now staying at a hotel while they clean up the gooey brown mess. The oily bird. Wouldn't that be something if you flushed your turlet and a whole bunch of oil started spurting out? Yeah, in Florida, that'd be something. That would be heaven. Well, you never know. Right. Down in them coral reefs somewhere, there might be uh, somebody yeah. might have spilled a couple of cans of uh, something. Down in the WD-40 or something. Okay, I guess I better vote. I'm a regular. I guess I'm a regular in a long time, huh? <laughs> oh, I'm not a real listener. I'm just no, monitoring. I, I love that. That's one of my all-time favorites. <laughs> I can't stand you. Oh, look at that. There's already 18 votes on there. I'm a regular, long time, 15. I'm not a real listener, just monitoring three. And this is interesting. I'm fairly new. Yada, yada. And the other ones don't have any yet. No. So this must all be our people. It's just us. Those people who are, like, uh, checking out Janet's booby on uh, our website, those from the Google uh, web uh, search, they're not right. listening, uh -uh. which is fine because, uh, you know, it's kind of like a private club here, so bug out. <laughs> and then you, you faxed me this uh, thing from the University of Florida Police Department about Willie Williams. And I can't read maybe three yeah, words of it. Beast took the original out of here. Hey, Beast, you're an idiot, man, you fat tub of crap. So basically, what did it say? Because I don't really care about Willie Williams or UM football or any of this uh, jock crap. They asked him if, uh, you know, if you uh, go walking up to strangers and grabbing and groping them all the time, and he said, uh, that's how we do things down in Miami. Right, of course. Just being can't, friendly. You know, can't argue with that. When in doubt, grab it and pull it out. Grab five Something like that. I can't, I can't read this. Maybe we'll get a better, uh, better picture of that. Janet's off the Grammys, of course. We'll get into all of that. Here's another fact that says from Greg and Sunrise. Have you noticed that Eckerd's doesn't sell wire coat hangers? <laughs> it's your Joan Crawford drugstore. 
the Joe Crawford Pharmacy, where we absolutely ban wire coat hangers, because God only knows what you might do with them. Twelve minutes after 10 at 560, WQM Mad Dog at 2, the Humper at the Royal Caribbean at 4, or the big oh! 7 at 10, Eddie K at 10, and Joe and Mark overnight, 2 to 5. Panther game, I caught the last few minutes. That's all you needed to see. They're tied 2-2. Phoenix scores two late goals. They're ahead 4-2, about two and a half minutes left. And the Panthers amazingly tie it up with two late goals and then win in overtime on Ole Jokinen's goal. Oh! It was a 5-4 win. Very exciting game. Anybody care? No. I just mentioned it. Pretty damn exciting. Nice going, boys. Anyway, I'll tell you where else you can have some exciting times, and that's at Pompino Park in Pompano Beach. Don't forget, big night coming up tomorrow night. Friday, February 6th, Pompano Park not only featured great nighttime harness racing action, simulcasting, and their fabulous poker card room if you're over the age of 100, but it's the track's 40th anniversary night. It wouldn't surprise me if Del Mangi shows up and Buddy Bomar and all them guys, and even Bob Bomar. They'll have live music, including Chris McDonald's tribute to the Elvis show, Shane Lamar Entertainment Triple Shot Band. Maybe even Eddie Kowalik's will be there. Giveaways, free prize drawings, a family fun night, antique car display, and lots more stuff going on. All starts at 7 o'clock tomorrow night as Pompano celebrates their 40th gigantic anniversary night. Located just a half mile from both 95 and the Turnpike, Pompano Park is easy to get to. And, of course, they give you free admission, free general parking every single day. Live harness racing and the poker room are open daily Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, like today, Friday and Saturday. The poker starts at noon till midnight, and live racing gets underway nightly at 7.05. And please don't forget, every day, seven days a week, starting at noon, Pompano Park is open for simulcasting some of the very best harness racing, thoroughbred action, highlight from all across North America, every single day, seven days a week. But don't miss it tomorrow, the big 40th anniversary night at Pompano Park. For more information or their schedule, call 954-972-2000 or check them out online at pompinopark.com. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. Oh, God, Neil. Unmistakably, this is television at its best. Mr. Brown, you were arrested for domestic violence. How you doing now? Unhappy, uncomfortable, but I had to be here because I didn't let her go. I didn't even find her one. That's all I have. What'd he say? Uh, could you repeat that? The lady make up a lot of things. I'm sorry. What? Could you uh, enunciate a little bit clearer? I want your records played. She's making up a lot of things. That's what I need. Talk so I can understand you! Ah! My bad. This has been a presentation of ABC News. I think we got another one for our mumbling list. You know, that would be a good poll to take because we're starting to build and accumulate a uh, rapid list. I think some might even edge you out, although I doubt it. You know, now we're just going to do this first poll, this first hour, because obviously this is a very limited, uh, a very select group. Only a tiny fraction of our vast audience listens on the internet, right? One would 68 so far, of which 57 uh, regular, long time. Th- this is this is fabulous. This is great. Look at all the new listener we got since uh, Tittygate broke, and we had that picture on our website, and we've got this phenomenal response. One. And we already heard from him. He's the asshole that called from UM right there at the start. The little fag. Sounded a little bit like Justin Tinkerbell. I'm a regular. I've been listening on the net a long time, 57. I'm not a, a real listener. I'm just monitoring six. <laughs> I'm fairly new, but before Tittygate 4, and only started listening on the Internet since Tittygate broke, one. Oh, All right. Oh. We're building our audience one at a time, folks. Oh. All right. That's outstanding. You'll like this story, though, before you go look at more naked pictures. Merced, California. A Central Valley High School teacher has been arrested, accused of molesting students on school grounds. Jesus Rivera. Oh, thank God it wasn't a Rodriguez. Jesus. A drama and Spanish teacher at Golden Valley High School in Merced appeared in court Tuesday. He's charged with sexually assaulting four students. Rivera pleaded not guilty. 
He also faces misdemeanor charges of suspicion of annoying or molesting children in incidents dating back to 2002. Wait till uh, we get to annoying? the good part of this story. What? That's, that's really a law. Annoying? Annoying. <laughs> annoying or molesting children. Well, maybe he was like flashing them. I don't know. Maybe he was like farting <laughs> in their face. I don't know. <laughs> but wait till you hear the good part. January 12th, a student came in to see me right after lunch and shared with me some concerns that he was feeling about some things that happened between him and a teacher, said Golden Showers High School principal Ralph Swenson. All of the alleged victims were teenage boys between the ages of 14 and 17 at the time of these suspected incidents, according to Merced Police Department Rod Dash, who was investigating the case. At least three of the alleged victims said they were molested on campus, and a fourth alleged victim said a molestation took place at Rivera's home. Investigators said there's evidence that strange behavior took place at the drama building after hours. One of the more bizarre incidents that took place was he actually sucked on the toes of a student on campus at Merced Police Department spokesman Dash. Should I read that sentence again? Yeah. One of the more bizarre incidents that took place was he actually sucked on the toes of a student on campus. He was for class. Rivera's attorney said the allegations are completely false. His client may be targeted because he's an openly gay teacher. Swenson said he would send a letter to parents that explains the situation. Well, maybe openly gay teachers have a right to suck on your toes, huh? Uh, Rhymes with... Anyway, oh, speaking of that, Detroit Archdiocese paid nearly $1.4 million to sex abuse victims. And the beat goes on, if we can say that. The Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Detroit has paid nearly $1.4 million in settlements and counseling costs to victims of sex, sex abuse by clergy Cardinal Adam Maida said on Thursday. Remember Maida from Guiding Light? No. As of Sunday, 116 victims were known to the Detroit Archdiocese since 19... She's dead, by the way. Oh. Since 1950, allegations of sex abuse were leveled against 63 of the Archdiocese's priests and deacons, which represent 2% of the 3,267 priests and deacons who have served in the Archdiocese during the past 54 years. As sad and sobering as these statistics are, our response to them can be a source of renewed hope, he said. We are committed to continuing our efforts to assist victims, create safe environments, and do all we can to protect children and young people. Right. Do we, we believe that? No, no. no just, keep, just keep passing a plate. They'll fill it up. No problem. See, I was a little bit nervous because I thought that maybe some of the people were like breathlessly, and I do mean breathlessly, scouring our website for Janet's booby. Mm -hmm. I thought maybe they might read some of those news stories that we have. They're just passion, you know. But I think the good news is that uh, we don't have to worry about that. Right. Although we now have two. We have a pair of people now listening on, online who are right. uh, new listeners, huh? See, we, we screwed up. We should have put the booby pictures at the bottom of the stories. Yeah, and, and you really think they would have scrolled through no. all of that? No. They got too many other fish to fry. There's like about 2,800 uh, different things to click on there on that Google search. About 55,000. Speaking of that, speaking of Janet's booby, which uh, that finally is winding down a little bit, isn't it? Huh? <laughs> Just a little bit. It's sagging a little. Janet Jackson's peep show is still getting plenty of play, says Access Hollywood. Access Hollywood. And Access Hollywood has learned that Janet will not be appearing at Sunday's Grammy Awards. Well, damn. Miss Jackson finally faced the music for her Super Bowl flash dance, saying she was wrong for making a last-minute change to her performance. I'm really sorry if I offended. Now, that's a different uh, comment, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because she said it wasn't all supposed to come off. Right. Now she said she's sorry for making that last-minute change. I'm really sorry if I offended anyone, she said. That was truly not my invent, uh, intention, said Jackson in a broadcast statement. The wardrobe malfunction put the singer's camp in overdrive, prompting her publicist to create a premeditated tape message available to media outlets. Janet shot the public apology just after her Essence magazine cover shoot with Mary J. Blige and Beyonce. Janet was set to introduce the Luther Vandross tribute at the Grammys, but CBS has retracted the invitation. In other words, don't show up, bitch. 
In response to the Super Bowl slip, CBS will air the Grammys with up to a five-minute delay so that nothing questionable will make it on the air. And for the first time ever, ABC may implement a five-second delay when they broadcast the Academy Awards. Oh, so God forbid some, maybe Michael Moore get up there again, you know, win for another documentary. Yeah. And maybe he'll make some horrendous comment, true comment about the president, and then they can bleep him out. There you go. Don't you feel better about life in America now? Some stars right. are weighing in on Janet's peakable performance at the premiere for Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore's 51st Dates. Comedian John Lovitz told Assess Hollywood Sean Robinson that Justin's revealing strip was indeed unintentional. You think it was a wardrobe malfunction, Sean asked John? That's exactly what it was. That's just a fact. Adam Sandler's manager, Sandy Warnock, was at the Super Bowl with the wardrobe person when it happened, explained John. She freaked out and said, oh, no, because it wasn't supposed to happen. She had that red thing underneath, but it got ripped away. That's all. Right. Does anybody buy it? No. Anybody believe it? No. Anybody with an IQ larger than their thumbnail buy it? No. No. Bunch of crap. Adam Sandler. Oh, brother. What does that say? Everything you need to know what's wrong with America, just look at Adam Sandler. That tells it right there in a the nutshell. Mike in Deerfield says, could you tell me where I can get a copy of the Weapons of Mass Destruction song? No, Mike. Sure, we I've can. Been wondering, what? He can go online and order a CD. Oh, that's right. It's on our Best of CD. Sure. There you go, Mike. Go on neilrogers.com and order the Best of uh, Neil for 2003. And there it'll be. Okay? Get with it, Mike. Also, here's one that says... And I have no idea what this story is because I didn't see it. Saw about his messy, smelly divorce, but didn't see this story. It says, on February 1st, there was a news item in the crawl on CNN stating that Neil Bush was to undergo DNA testing for fathering an out-of-wedlock child while married. Did we ever have that story? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't get to listen to your show on a daily basis. Haven't heard anything about it when I can tune in. Well, I'm sorry, John, because we don't know nothing about it. Were this the kin of any other sitting president, the hyperventilating, wrist-wringing, and general foaming at the mouth would be relentless. Even when Jimmy Carter's brother was peeing on the side of buildings, they were talking about that big time. Right? Oh, yeah. Billy. And when, and when Clinton's brother was uh, acting up a little bit. <laughs> they were Roger. Hey, that's right. A, Roger was doing all of them brother. things. His drunken half-brother. Just his half-breed brother. Right. Says if your people have not now this is great if your people <laughs> this is the best facts I've ever had in my life I didn't even realize this last paragraph this is the biggest joke John says if your people have not investigated this it may be a very interesting item to highlight as this is the brother of our very moral president and governor after all they are Christian compassionate conservatives he's got with several like a K's KKK. Uh, okay, so let's have our people uh, talk to his okay. people, and then your people can uh, discuss it with my people. How's that? <laughs> 1026 at 560, your people station, QAM. We're Sports Radio 560, QAM. Miami Town at 560, WQAM. <laughs> Poland, 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 numbers aren't growing. Howard Dean is growing the shrine. He had the lead and steadily, his numbers now are dwindling. Could it be he has a meas wife? Supporters must be thinking, what was the doctor drinking? And he must have really bad eyesight. Oregon, Oregon, Michigan, Michigan, Howard Dean, Gershwin, Connecticut, New York, New York, Howard Dean, Gershwin. Voting, 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 
Get those voters voting. Howard Dean is going to strike. Edward Clark and Gary look better than who he married. Optometrist is what the doctor needs. The hopeful next first lady should think twice before displaying her big bowl made gums and horsey teeth. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Ohio. Ohio. Howard Dean. WQM. So the Dean Meister says he's got to win Wisconsin or he's dropping out. February 17. Okay. Okay. Mark that down on your wrist. I'll mark it Dean. Along with all those other things. I think what we need to find out from this audience, because I'm, I'm really pondering this after what you told me about Eric's uh, dilemma there. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it really worth it to like start dicking around with like a separate website and links to this and that? I mean, that, that's not our bag. And if we're going to allow a bunch of interlopers who are just coming on because they're doing a Google search for a breast, uh, they don't care about me or you or Eric or this show or the uh, news stories or anything that we're talking about. That's obvious. I mean, I'm tickled to death that we got two new listeners on the, uh, online. That's great. <laughs> what? Right. But, I mean, how, it's just it's not worth it to like sell out. We can discuss that with the audience and find out if we really need to put. All them nudie pictures of celebrities on our website. That's not what it's all about. Right. Right? Right. I mean, we've got those pictures of Tom Brady. They're not, like, naked, but they're naked from, like, the uh, waist up, I guess. And pretty disappointing, as a matter of fact. His left breast is equally as saggy as uh, Janet's, as a matter of fact. <laughs> In fact, it looked to me like the same one. Only he just uh, he, he left the uh, starburst thing <laughs> yeah, off just, no, just no to be on the safe side. No, it, he it was pretty disappointing for Jock, 26 years old. I mean, he you know, with a good face, but it goes to show that God doesn't hand out all the parts to everybody. In fact, maybe he's got like a uh, like a button mushroom. See, see what I'm saying? Right. Another. Well, that would be good. That would make me feel a little bit better. About life. Let me find out. Let me check and find out. I'll get back to you. So we'll find out from the audience, uh, maybe. Of course, that is if anybody calls, and if not, that's all right too, because I have my usual pile of good stuff. But I, I think we're getting a little bit carried away here by uh, something that has nothing to do with us. You yeah. know, the hype. It's called hype. WQM Hypeline. Well, good morning. How are you? Okay, sir. Listen, whatever you Here's got online, I'll mood. be checking it. Doesn't matter if you have one site or ten. You know. Right. But then I'm a schmuck. What do I know? Um. Listen. Um. I. I, uh, I'm not sure what the big concern about old Janet showing her uh, appendages or whatever on TV is. But She uh, showed her appendage? I didn't know she had one. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I told my wife it was Bubba the Love Sponge, but then I had to explain it to her. Um, anyway, um, I, you know, I don't know if you read this, or this story, but CBS is going to be in much bigger trouble than just this because, uh, you know, they indirectly own a piece of South Park. Right. Which are, they're trying to syndicate that on local stations in two years. They were going to try to get it on this year, but they said that by 2005, the local standards should be lowered enough that they'd be able to get away with showing South Park Monday through Friday at 7 on a local station. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus, are you f***ing kidding me? <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, which, uh, hey, that's one of my favorite shows on TV, but, you right. know, it's, I, I don't know that it belongs in, you know, you know I, I wish there was a way that the adults could have their fun and the kids could be, like, you know, kept away from it a little bit. And I have to know the way. But. Well, first of all, the idea that the kids have to be kept away from South Park is ridiculous. The fact kids have to be kept away from seeing a, a breast. The rest of the world is laughing at us like that uh, 
woman, that uh, Austrian woman that uh, we had the story yesterday that I read. I mean, just just laughing at us. It's juvenile. It's pathetic. Well, the, the, the other presumption is anybody sitting in front of the screen at halftime anyway. They're usually eat, gorging their guts out right. or, or using the bathroom or something like that. And exactly. If I hadn't gone back and rewound my tape, uh, a matter of fact, uh, one of the football players last night said something like he had to go back and watch it nine or ten times before he could be sure what he saw. Yeah, Larry King had Ed Bradley on last night, and neither one of them saw it. They were both recharging their pacemakers at halftime, so they, you know, no, nobody really saw it. Oh dear but, God! But now we've seen it. Now we've seen it eight million times, thanks to the media, who are so indignant about it. It's kind of unrelated, but before that, they had a re, uh, yeah, relapse, uh, a repeat of a Mike Wallace interview with Larry King. Yeah. I mean, what is okay? Is is the man? The man's a schmuck. Maybe you have to live in Miami to know Larry King's a schmuck. I, right. I don't know. That, that's right. We're the only ones who are on to him. I, I've been doing this a long time. Yeah, we know. That's the problem. He's been sucking ass a long time. One thing I was surprised, he didn't ask Larry. He didn't ask Mike to lend him $50, which was... But, uh, you know, 70-year-old man with 4-year-old kids, that's a little bizarre. Uh, have a great day, Pally. Hey, you too. I'll give Larry your best regards. I know how to do a talk show. 24 to 11. Oh, here's then. You know, I talked to my people and they got us this story, which I really appreciate, <laughs> to our staff. A Houston judge ordered DNA testing Friday to determine whether President Bush's brother, Neil Bush, fathered a child with another woman while he was married to Sharon Bush. Oh, this. Now, how come they're not, like, like the uh, previous facts you said, how come they're not screaming bloody murder about this all over the media? I haven't seen this. Have you? Nope. Because if I would have seen it, I would have talked to my people and we'd have talked to your people. We'd have had right. something on it. The purple people would have gotten in on it. Right, but thanks to the faxer who talked to his people and faxed it to us. Sharon Bush requested the test to defend herself against the defamation lawsuit stemming from the tangled relationship between the Bushes and another Houston couple, Robert and Maria Andrews. During the Bushes' contentious divorce, which became final in April, Sharon Bush testified she heard rumors that her husband had an affair with Maria Andrews and is the father of her three-year-old son, Thomas Alexander Andrews. Wow. The Andrewses... <laughs> That's what it says here. Yeah. This is in the Houston Chronicle. Not the Andrews, but the Andrewses ended their 14-year marriage in 2002. Robert Andrews and Sher sued Sharon Bush for defamation in September, saying he's the boy's father. Andrews demanded at least 850 grand in damages, the amount Sharon Bush paid to buy the memorial area home which he lived, had lived with Neil Bush. In November, this is so complicated. Neil Bush voluntarily submitted for a, uh, a cheek swab for DNA testing in November, announced a month later that he and Marie Andrews had become engaged over chocolates and champagne in the French Chateau. Wilson ordered Friday that Neil Bush's swab be analyzed for DNA profile and that, he, uh, that Robert and Thomas Andrews also submit swabs for testing. So they're testing the old swab. Robert Andrews' attorney, Dale Jefferson, said the child will submit a swab in March and that he's confident it'll prove Robert Andrews is the father. For your father. Sharon Bush requested similar testing during a divorce case, but was denied because Robert Andrews was not a party of that case. So there you go. It's a very wicked web they weave. Neil Bush is a real scumbag. Thank God that SNL uh, didn't go under. Oh, it did? <laughs> Internet listener from Chicago. Just calling to check in. I can't uh, vote on your poll. Right. I uh, I fear the website now at work due to the uh, no more Bush picture. <laughs> but I love you. Yes, sir. And uh, keep up the good work. And have a great day. Hey, I uh, put a link to the uh, uh, Bush in 30 Seconds commercials from moveon.org on your okay. website. Well, we got a moveon.org uh, link on there. All right. Well, people are a little slow, you know. I know, especially our crowd. Okay, uh, thanks right. for calling, Pally. Have Love a good Say hi to Harry Curry's body. 5670560. Now, what do we got in here? We got three new listeners. Oh. Don't be so Ooh. precipitant, man. Let's discuss this with our people. Right, we'll have a meeting. With our vast staff. Right. 
have a listening party. That really is quite a lot. <laughs> <I know. laughs> that is so, I mean, his intentions were good, but it's so humorous to us because you can't complain about what QM does for us. Right. Because they do nothing. They see Imus. Oh, yeah, our yeah. people, our vast staff, yeah. right. 193 votes, so that means we got at least a couple hundred people listening online. That's pretty promising, isn't it? We're only doing this till 11, and I guess I can tell them now what the other one is, too, because it's not a building pool, and Eric's really relieved. I'm sorry, Eric, with those 31 stories. I apologize. I didn't realize I was getting so carried away. But to be honest with you, I can't imagine any of them I wouldn't have put on there. It's just some days there's a lot of crap, you know? That's the way it is. I mean, some days you sit down, there's a lot of crap, and like Mom says, right. many days you sit down, there's just no uh, crap. That's the way it goes, Mom. 90's old enough. Poll 2, it's going up at 11 o'clock, Eric, poll number 2. What I like most about NeilRogers.com is... The naked pictures. So, well, see, I, we don't really have to discuss it all that much. Right. Because I guess we'll find out, huh? Mm -hmm. The naked pictures, the news stories, both pics and stories, fitty-fitty, the archives, the silly noises. <laughs> Listening to the show online, I hated its evil or the polls. Did I leave anything out? Sounds like it. Sounds like a wiener to me. But what we got right now, 193 votes. Uh, how long have you listened to the show on the Internet? I'm a regular, long-time, 154. I'm fairly new, but been listening before Tittygate, 18. I'm not a real listener, just monitoring, 18. And only started listening since the Tittygate in incident broke. We got three, baby. Oh. Three new people listening online. Oh. All right. Oh. Wow. Speaking like of I said, on QAM, we're building our audience three at a time. Miami. For Michael Powell, the sight of Janet's teeth makes him howl. So indignant is he that now the FCC will save us all from nudity on the TV. If it was not for his daddy, he would not be there. So now he has to care about what's on the air. Keep it in the Stone Age, put your burger on today, and watch TV loose Saudi Pax American Way. In a tower for Michael Powell, the sight of Janet's teeth makes him howl. Justifying his position that he got through nepotism, what a spoiled incompetent squirt. <laughs> I will say this, though, that we got all these uh, gigantic number of votes on our, our polls every day this week, so that even though the uh, people that are perusing for Janet's booby, yeah. even though they're not listening to the show, because they're probably busy looking at other boobies, you know, because they, you know, they don't interrupt their squirt, squirt activities, squirt. but at least they're taking the time to uh, chime in on our poll. That's something. Right. You know, you can right? listen and uh, look for boobies at the same time. That is true. I never thought about that. Just open up another window. Just open up the window and shout out, any boobies out there? <laughs> 234 uh, votes on here. This this is just a little a little research we're doing. I talked to my people and they said let's do some research. <laughs> we assembled a focus group. Here's a little more on that Howard Dean thing. He told his supporters today that he must win the February 17 Wisconsin primary or else he'll drop out of the Democratic presidential race. I don't like him anymore. I got to be very honest. Yeah. With you. And I was one of the first ones to say, even though I, I supported him very wholeheartedly, not as much as you. I liked him a lot, but then as time goes went on, I started getting a little bit leery. Like I remember, I kept saying there's something a little bit off about him that yeah, I don't like. Yeah, yeah. See this thing now. He says uh, the entire race has come down to this: we must win Wisconsin. We'll get a boost this weekend in Washington, Michigan, and Maine. But our true test will be the Wisconsin primary. That would be like Edwards saying, you know, "Well, he did already say that he had to win in his home state, South Carolina, which is where he was born," and right. he did. 
Anyway, Dean says a win there will carry us to the big states of March 2nd. Narrow the field of two candidates. Anything less will put us out of this race. First of all, it's pretty presumptuous to say it's going to narrow it to two candidates. In other words, Edwards is just going to fall by the wayside? I don't think so. Uh-uh. And also, he's doing something here that really sounds like Pat Robertson-ish or Jerry Falwell-ish, where they're always coming on here begging and pleading, oh, we must raise a million dollars by this weekend or we're going to not be able to meet our uh, obligations and we're going to have to shut off 25 of our 10 million transmitters. In his email to his uh, constituents, Dean said the campaign had to start television advertising in Wisconsin markets on Monday in order to win the race. To do that, I need your help to raise 700 grand by this Sunday. Please contribute $50 today. No. He's saying, like Larry, loan me $50 so that we can reserve the airtime. How do you like that? I mean, I understand he's, you know, raised most of his money online, which, which is commendable. I like that. But now he's saying... Loan me $50. Yeah. Dean hasn't been on the air since the New Hampshire primary and skipped advertising in all seven states at all primaries. And keep in mind, he spent a crap load of money in New Hampshire and in Iowa, and he uh, didn't do well there. No, he's done. He's finito. But at any rate, and now I don't want to pick on our advertisers or on anybody uh, connected with Gulfstream Park because i got some friends over there. But when I hear this spot, we have many spots that run on the station to make my hair stand up on end, especially yeah. on the back of my neck. No. I don't want to mention any ones. Incredible. But where he says medaglia or de oro, that, it just, uh, right. I, I just want to scream, okay? It makes me convinced beyond a shadow of a doubt that there are far too many goyim in the world. That's what Alan Finkelson always said to me, and he was absolutely correct. There are just too many goyim running around. Even I know how to say it because I had to fake a phone call with Dave Johnson. Right. And you said? Medaglia. Yeah, that's what I said. Right. Medaglia de oro. Medaglia de oro. It's just, I mean, it's just so... Unacceptable. The Pope is cringing. He's he's probably sitting on the bull right now. No, I did call Defo Drilling to ask him how to pronounce it. So. You did what? I called Defo to ask him how to pronounce it to make sure I got it right. Oh, was he at that the Ristorantes Italianis? The... Hey, Neil, how about adding to the poll about things that the people like about your website? The pictures of Mo Howard, uh, well, I mean, pictures. The, the funny pictures are obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, the guy's right. Mm -hmm. We don't have funny pictures as opposed right. to naked pictures. Right. Right, the, the the joke pictures, political, Howard. It says, did you kiss and make up with Mo? No. Absolutely not. Oh, it was tonguey. We had or do you still video. hate him like poison, it says? Yes. yes. That, that lasted a few hours, that, and that was all on his part, trying to suck up. And I realized that he's still the same piece of crap he always was, despise him. And the uh, it says, I think the whole audience hates that asshole. No, he's got some uh, disciples there. He's got Juan, and he's got, uh, mm -hmm. you know, anybody that hates me likes him. He's got all the all the anti everybody else, the people that don't like Hank. Uh, that so that that's what he's made his career on, and that's what his life is all about. I was thinking about him while I was shaving this morning. It's a damn good thing I used a, uh, one of them, you know, whatever they are. At least it was while you were shaving. So let's add that on there. Well, something with an SH. Let's add that on our uh, second poll, Eric. Can we do that? I don't want to overburden Eric because you said some terrible things to him earlier this morning. Let's add that on there, the funny pictures. Huh? Okay. Will you leave him alone? See, you are such a bastard, man. You take such delight because you know that all... Pressing his button, I mean, anybody, could, even a little child could press his button. Whoa, you know. Eric, you're too sensitive, man. We love you. Kind of like from, from a distance, so, you know, but it's really been great working with you. At any rate, so let's add that on there, the uh, funny pictures. Which would, Funny pictures and cartoons, you want to say that? Sure. Everybody knows what a funny picture is. We know what it is. What the fu the funny papers, okay? He's the only uh, three years old. He reads the funny papers. A little comedy. Yeah. Too much comedy with that young girl. I think that's what happened to a Bill Torrey. That's why he got blown out. I think that bow tie was on there too tight. 
Lafayette Diocese. This is shocking, this one that you sent to me in the middle of all these other uh, priest stories that you just revel in. I will not stop. Lafayette Diocese, 15 priests molested minors over 52 years. This is Lafayette, Louisiana. How many people live there? About 30, man. Jesus. I think they were all molested. 15 priests in the Lafayette Catholic Diocese abused or molested 123 children between 1950 and 2002, the diocese bishop announced yesterday. The diocese and its insurers paid about $26 million in claims filed by the victims, according to a study of the pre-sex abuse funded by the church. The report said 427 priests served in the diocese in the period covered by the report. So let's see, 15 out of 427 would be what? Uh, a, third, uh, a third would have been um, 100... A small percent. Yeah. Two percent would have been what? Eighty? I don't know. I don't do math. One percent. Ten percent would have been uh, forty-two. Right? Sure. <laughs> Whatever. I usually say. am very good on that, but I'm having a yeah. difficult time with this. Five uh, percent would have been twenty-one. So that was about three, just like the other one, about three percent. So about what the the message is about three percent of the molesting priests get caught is what it is. Yes. Five six seven oh five sixty to uh, put perversion on or not? We don't want to be political and perverted, do we? Yes. Boy, WQAM, funny. hello. Hey, I want to talk to Uncle Neil. Speaking. Uncle Neil. Yes, I sir. I don't know if you caught this on, uh, on today's show this morning. ER was scheduled to show an episode tonight where a woman was going to be treated. Uh, she was an 83-year-old woman, and during the treatment, her breast was going to pop out. Right, yeah, we talked about that yesterday. Ridiculous. Just another they, and they had to the, drop it. They dropped it right, squirt, right on squirt. the floor, as a matter of fact. Another example of the hypocrisy, and it's no wonder why we're just the laughing stock of the world. It's just amazing. I mean, we, we, when you think we're making a little bit of progress, you'd almost think that Dan Quayle was the vice president. And we were still screaming about Murphy Brown. I mean, when are we ever going to come out of the Stone Age? Never, unfortunately. But keep up the good fight. I'm out of material. Thank God for cable, man. Thanks, Uncle Neil. Right? Thank God for right. cable and cable digital man. satellite, which we actually have digital uh, cable here. Yeah, we have digital cable. No, you don't. But yeah, we do. Their idea of digital cable in South Florida, I wouldn't wish on Heinrich Himmler. It's it's on most of the time. And how many channels you got? Yeah, hundred ish plus. The got about seven hundred here. Yeah. There's still I'm not nothing saying on. that they. Huh? Here, there's still nothing on. Well, here there is. See, that's yeah, the you got the drive-in and scream. Got the drive-in movie channel. In fact, I got Scream TV. There's the Ray Bradbury Theater. And there's drive-in movie. Color wonderful. The people that the uh, time forgot. Ooh, I love that movie. Is that Do you? with uh with Troy McClure? I mean uh And Patrick Wayne. Doug McClure, not Troy McClure. Yeah, well that's the Simpsons. Doug McClure, here. wasn't he uh that was Chuck Connors was the rifle man. What was the show with Doug McClure? He was some cowboy. Uh, I like Doug McClure to be honest with you. No, he's uh cheap. Uh independent film channels got the Darling family. Hi. How are you? So at any rate, I don't want to go through a whole bunch of that. And then of course for those real hockey fans out there. And blown, and uh, here's Nestorenko who really had a good snap job. Well, they're old, old black and white kinescopes. Do you ever see kinescopes? Sure, yeah. Wow, that is unbelievable. And there's Johnny Bauer just flopping around. And, and Bauer the, came out to make sure that the... Wow. Anyway, well, I'll give you some of that, some audio from the Leafs uh, Blackhawk game from 100 years ago. There's Bobby Hull with his big bald spot. As long as you read the weathercast. And the weathercast for uh, Paul Castronova, too. We'll get that out in the next hour. How you doing, Paul? You uh, lying sack of crap. Did say Neil? I beg your pardon? Did that announcer say Neil? Yeah. That's Daryl Sly, number 21, out for the first time in the game for the Maple Leafs. Okay, thank you, Bill. Uh, he's still dead, by the way, Bill Hewitt. 
I just, just in case Castro Nova's wondering. Okay, we're going to be wrapping up that first poll and getting the second one on, and uh, then we'll then we'll uh, find out what's going on with our website. Because I think we're getting uh, well. Maybe you're not. I'm getting a little bit carried away because these numbers are so staggering. It's exciting. It is an exciting thing that a lot of people are hopping on our website, and maybe a few. I mean, we got three new listeners there. That's something. That's right. more than we get uh, from Greg Reed doing anything for us. Hey, Greg, you're a bozo, man. He's busy worrying about what's going on out of town. He can't be worried about what's going on in town. Is he still in hiding? Do you see him at all? Oh, he popped his head in this morning. Did he pop his head in there this morning? Sure. While we were talking? While we were talking. Well, why didn't you tell me? I had given him my best. Oh, I will next time. I noticed he didn't bother coming here and uh, speaking to me. Boy, he is just terrified of me. And, and rightfully so. Stay the hell away from me, Greg. I can't stomach it. What you've done to us, to all of us, it's enough to make anybody want to puke. And again, because he owns a piece of the action, he can do no wrong, you know. He's got the Beasley's Buffaloed, which would be a good place for him, by the way. They're the only people in uh, Fort Myers that wear, like, bowling socks to a picnic. Big white socks come all the way up to their knees. 269 votes. How long have you listened to the show on the Internet? I'm a regular a long time, 214. I'm not a real listener. I'm just monitoring. We got... About 30, man. Thank you. Probably in the government. Uh, I'm fairly new, but before uh, Tittygate, I've been listening online, 22, and I've only started since Tittygate broke. We got three. All right. All right. All right. One more time. All right. Excellent. So we'll wrap that up at 11 and put the other one on there. Then we'll then we'll find out what's really going on, right? Right. Because we don't want Eric to have to lose his uh, ads on, on the thing because he's making a fortune on his website. Isn't he? Oh, yeah. And we don't want him to lose any of those banner ads, those other things, because he's agreed. See, the problem is with these celebrity nude photos. That's where the problem is. So we'll have to find out from the audience how desperate they are for nudie photos because they can go to uh, celebrity nude photos just about anywhere, right? Anywhere. Any place, anybody. Just look out the window, you see a bunch of naked people running around. There goes Holly Berry. 1057, and look at that, Tom Brady. Man, Tom, those things are saggy, sweetheart. Live, live, and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. I'm looking for the theme from the Virginian, which I can't uh, find on here. You got the disc? My CDs. That's right, you took them. I got them all right here. I got them in my hand. I don't see no Virgin. I can't even remember it. But I'm looking on the website here. Uh, Westerns of the 60s, the Virginians by Paul Arnold Green. 
Percy Faith's distinctive theme heralded the debut of TV's 90-minute Western series in 1962. And here's a picture of Doug McClure. He was a Trampus. Trampus what? I'm just I'm just checking this out. Okay, right. this is the whistle of oh, we, I'm we got all the uh, DNA pictures. story for those people who are. This is the fourth yeah, who are what? Now. Continuing to send it. Thank you very much. We got, we got the DNA story on Neil Bush. Thank you very much. Another scumbag. Another scumbag Bush. Sorry to be redundant. Five six seven oh five sixty. Here's the uh, lowdown. I thought I printed it out and it never came out. Oh geez, Eric just took it out of there already. You got it? I got it. What are you talking about? About the first poll. No, I don't got it. Try to print it out and it wouldn't uh, come out. Two hundred eighty-four votes. There were four new uh, listeners since uh, Tittygate, and the rest of it, of course, doesn't mean all that much. Okay, there's the new one. What I like most about NeilRogers.com is, and obviously the answer, uh, the naked pictures, right? I mean the poll. I mean those important news stories, right? <laughs> right. So thanks for uh, the Virginian. That was not a bad show. Of course, you didn't. Let's see, you didn't like westerns. Uh, you didn't like cop shows. Cool. I liked uh, Bonanza. Yeah. But I, that wasn't like a western, really. I mean, kind of. Sure, it was. It was more like a family soap opera that was set in the West. Like Apple's Way. Huh? Never saw that. Sure, you did with Ronnie. Uh, what's his name? Millsap. No, Ronnie, the skinny, Cox. tall, geeky guy. Ronnie Cox. Ronnie Cox. That's it. I forgot about that. No, I saw it. Uh, you never saw Apple's Way? No. no. Huh. Or the right. I'm, I'm, I'm scouring right here. I just can't find the theme for the Virginian, which, according to that, was a that was the whole deal. Was the theme song kind of like Barnacles Jones? The show sucked, but the theme song was great. Cannot find it. I bet you I know somebody who will find it for me. Here's Cheyenne and Colt 45 and the Lawman and Gunsmoke and the Legend of Wyatt Earp. Maybe it's on this other one here. TV's What's the greatest. little Gunsmoke? But who didn't? It was on for 500 years. Yeah. William Conrad, Matt Dillon on the radio. William Conrad, I don't care what you say, was great, even though you, you know, have that prejudice against fat cops. No, just cop shows. Who run real fast. And never Let's miss. Let's see. Five six seven oh five seven. I'm getting sidetracked with this, and I have no idea why. Because the Virginian, it was just a Doug McClure thing. You're the one started that. My bad. WQAM. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing today? I'm doing okay. How you be doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. You know, you're a big inspiration to me. Yeah. By uh, listening to you and listening to uh, your political views on a lot of the issues that our government is uh, having right now, I. I'm going to start going to certain uh, council meetings and stuff like that and try to educate myself a little more on the situation and uh, maybe try to become some type of low-level public official to try to change things for the better. Some kind of low-down public official? Well, you got to start somewhere. Right. You know, I, I can't go run for president. No one knows me. But if I start at the bottom and work my way up, maybe there could be some changes made. Okay. Uh, like George's idea about, uh, what they should do to murderers and rapists and stuff, you know, having, having them work to pay back the families. I think that's one thing that definitely should be, uh, worse. Mm -hmm. Nobody's, nobody's even talking about anything like that. Now, we have people talking about reparations, but of course, you know that uh, those are people who really have no business talking about reparations. True. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. You're very right. But, Just looking uh, for a handout. There's a lot of good ideas out there that all of these older people in the government that are in their 80s and 90s just don't want to listen to, and they want to have it set in the old ways, and the world is changing so fast, and those people are not changing with the world. Well, good luck to you, man. I appreciate your, uh, your uh, whatever it is. 
Yeah, no problem. Just keep it up. Okay, thanks. Thanks. Don't you appreciate his whatever it is? I sure do. See, I, I don't want to sound like I'm, because I can't do five things at once. Two or three things I can. Chew gum and uh, suck my toe. I can do that. Yeah. But I can't. And I so I apologize to that caller, because he really wants to do something, you know. Good. I and hope I he wanna, does. Huh? Somebody's got to do something. He wants to make a change. I'm too lazy. And the CD is like not, uh, it's not chewing up to what I wanted it to. Oh, geez. Don't, don't tell me this is a bum CD. That would be bad. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. And Verizon Wireless Line. If this doesn't queue up, I'm going to like jump out the window. I'm going to have a fit. It doesn't look to me like it's going to queue up it's at all. Queue up. Huh? It's not going to. Well, how can that be? Uh, oh, see, it did. Just, just slow. Sounds like the Hogan's it, Heroes intro. No, Thunderbirds. <laughs> it's just slow because most of the stuff on here is really old. The CD like is really me. old. Oh, man. It's just ancient. Surprised it reads it all. This is the world of Commander McBrag. Your hair will curl in the world of McBrag. Oh, how about Super Chicken? Remember that? Sure I do. When you find yourself in danger, when you're threatened by a stranger, when it looks like you will take a licking, there is someone waiting who will hurry up and rescue you. Just call for Super Chicken. But if you're afraid, you'll have to overlook it. Besides, you knew the job was dangerous when you took it. He will drink his super sauce and throw the bad guys for a loss And he will bring them in alive and kicking <laughs> There is one thing you should learn when there is no one else to turn to Oh, super chicken Oh, super chicken <laughs> Oh, I like that last part there, that was a beautiful thing Can I back that up just a second? Back that up Then if you're afraid you'll have to overlook it Besides you knew the job was dangerous when you took it he will drink his super sauce and throw the bad guys for a loss And he will bring them in alive and kicking <laughs> There is one thing you should learn when there is no one else who turned to Call the super chicken Call the super chicken <laughs> Thanks, Brian Oh, my favorite you're going to get me very emotional now. I don't want to play all this stuff all day here today This is not was not on my agenda Yeah, what do you think How'd you get Friday? me so sidetracked? Huh? No, you got me sidetracked. And now this thing won't queue up past a certain cut. I'm getting wild because I want to play the It'll queue up thing. to anything. That CD probably looks like a road. It does. Looks like a road map. In fact, it looks like that Middle East uh, road map. And now it says error on there, so I'm just yeah. going to put it away. WQM, hello. QAM. Nice talking to you. That line one, man. Every yeah. asshole in America is on line one. It's a curse. WQAM, hello. Yo, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? All right. Listen, I emailed George last night a uh, Saddam Hussein, uh, like, outcast song. He's dancing and stuff, you know, all crazy kind of stuff. It would be good for the website. Um, the, the title was like, uh, Saddam does something with outcast with Allah. It's real good. you got to check it out. Okay, thanks. Ah! Do you uh, see it? Do you see uh, Saddam doing Allah? No, I'll go look for it. I only got, like, five email addresses. He probably sent it to the station. Oh, well, that's not really a good idea. We ignore those like crazy. <laughs> Maybe we'll do this tomorrow. Maybe you inspired me. I don't know. Maybe that's that's old stuff. Let's see. What do we got? Well, I'd like most about NeilRogers.com is listening to the show online, 20. Both pictures and stories, fitty fitty, 16. The news stories, 7. The polls, 6. 
The Naked Pictures 5, 8% like The Naked Pictures Best. I hated its evil 3. <laughs> That's what the I voted. Silly Noises, <coughs> right. 2, The Funny Pictures 1, and The Archives, only 1 out of 61. Wow. Holy mackerel. When we get done with this pool, we may have to reevaluate our whole, uh, we may have to get the uh, staff together. The, the staff? Talk to our people. Right. Because this may really, uh, I'm, I'm serious, I think this was a good idea. It is a good idea. Not as good idea of playing the, uh, all this stuff tomorrow, though. Come on and see, 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 Tennessee Tuxedo. Oh, now you're not old enough to enjoy this, but I sure Tennessee am. Tuxedo? What are you talking about? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about this. Kukla, Fran, and Ollie, way before your time. Sure. Fran Allison. You'd have to Here we are. Back with you again. Yes, by gum. And yes, by golly. Cooper Brand. And dear old Ollie. Here we are again. Oh. Here we are again. I bet you Suds likes that. Suds and, uh, and, uh. Boca Bryant. Boca Bryant and me. And that's it. Oh, come on. You didn't know about Cooper Fran and Ollie. I right? heard you old geezer talking about it now. And, and what yet. about the Soupy Sale Show? <laughs> See, one thing about Soupy Sales being funny, he doesn't have to say anything. Right. All you have to do is look at that face. Pretty funny. And, and you just laugh. He's got that big schnoz, and he just always has that silly-ish <laughs> meaty grin on his puss. And you just look at uh, Soupy Sales, and you laugh. Speaking of what's my line, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Mad Dog at 2, the Hopper at the Royal Caribbean at 4. Now, what does that mean at Royal Caribbean? I have no idea. Is he, like, on the cruise ship? Is he, like, in the Bahamas? I mean, what, what does that mean? I know he's plunging his guts out and probably eating, like, <laughs> crazy, too. I don't know. Make something up. Do we know what that means, Josh, at the Royal Caribbean? Is he, like, on a cruise ship? Is he in the Bahamas at a casino? Is he, um... I'll find out for you. No, that, that's okay. Don't don't put yourself out. In fact, hey, maybe our people will tell you. One of our people there. Go find out. Right. <laughs> the big oh! 7 to 10 tonight. Ed K at the 10 and Joe and Mark overnight, 2 to 5 in the morning. Kind of a pristine schedule. No ball games. In fact, we got kind of a long break there for hockey because we got the All-Star weekend coming up. Big comeback win last night in Phoenix, 5-4 for the Panthers. Anybody care? No. Unbelievable last uh, few minutes of that game. Phenomenal. I know even George is whipped up about it. Hmm? WQAM, Hello. He's on, uh, it's a golf tournament that he's at, or a tennis tournament. He's what? What do you call it? Hank is at the uh, Royal Caribbean Classic. That's the uh, golf tournament, I believe. Oh, the golf tournament. I thought it was the Royal Caribbean. I thought, well, see, nobody tells us anything. Like, we're supposed to know that? <laughs> hey, wow. that? Hey, Neil, that was fantastic hearing Super Chicken. I have not heard that in about 30 years. Oh, wait till you hear some of this other. How many years? About 30, man. <laughs> You're on the ball today. Hey, I sent you the Don and uh, Mike uh, stuff. I occasionally see things from uh, radio and uh, registry and stuff like that. So well, keep, keep it up because our, our, our people haven't been doing too good of a job, so please keep it up. Yeah, hey, anything to do to help out the organi organization. The organization. Thanks, you know, Pally. Take it easy. Have a great day. See, we got some good people out there. Not yes, everybody's an asshole. Huh? Those are our people. Yeah, that's our people. As you folks in the audience, you send us the faxes. I mean, sometimes get a little too carried away, but that's all right. Unless they're like 20, 30 pages, then we get a little bit porky. George gets all bent out of shape. <laughs> now, as for me, I don't really care because I have a whole new case of fax paper that was delivered just yesterday morning, yesterday Think afternoon. Of the trees, the trees. Yeah, I got all kinds of fax paper and all kinds of uh, supplies here, school supplies, that kind of stuff. Oh, school supplies. 
That's what Robbie Benson said in one-on-one. Remember that? School supplies. You know, Robbie, the fact that you're 52 and you're still talking like that now, people are kind of chuckling at you. What I like the most about neilrogers.com is, that's our website, by the way, uh, listening to the show online, 35. Four new people, man, thanks to Janet's titty. Oh! All right, thanks, Janet. You go, girl. She ain't going to be out of Grammys, and you know what? They don't deserve her. Screw them. Right on. Who wants to see a bunch of lame-ass bastards who couldn't sing their out of a paper sack anyway, right? Yeah, all them she... rap crap, all that garbage. We'll watch the show she goes on. I mean, the fact that Justin Tinkerbell is going to perform on there. Well, we got his comments later too. He's oh. oh, he's so upset, and his family is embarrassed. Yeah, screw you, Justin, you little pansy. Uh, listening to the show online, thirty-five, both pictures and stories, fifty-fifty, twenty-two. The polls, thirteen. The naked pictures, twelve. The news stories, eleven. The archives, five. I hated it. its evil, four. The funny pictures, three, and the silly noises. Two out of 107. 11.14 to QM. Let me tell you, if you're on the Atkins diet or if you're on the uh, Sugar Busters or the South Beach diet, which is such a flagrant ripoff of Atkins, but any of the low-carb or sugar-free diets, there's a store that I want you to try out one time. When you walk in the door, you'll be amazed because when you're in your supermarket, and I do love Publix, as you know, but any supermarket, even the best ones, have only got a very limited number of these things that are low-carb, sugar-free. But Delights, that's all they got. Over a 1,000 low-carb products for you to choose from, which gives you great variety, great taste, and you can stay on your low-carb diet and lose that disgusting fat. They got breads and bagels, cookies and crackers, chips and brownies, chocolates, ice cream, pasta, great sauces. They're out of this world. Ketchup, cheesecakes, and lots more. They offer the widest selection anywhere in the universe, and they're open every day, seven days a week from 10 a.m. till 10 p.m. One of the nice things that delights is that you don't have to buy something and take home and decide you don't like it because you can try anything in the store before you buy it. Their, their staff knows dieting inside and out. In fact, there are a couple of chubby people walking around there, and they carry the most complete line of Atkins Brands products anywhere in the world that are on sale today, next Easter Sunday, all day, every day. The low-carb diet is rated number one, so head for the number one low-carb sugar-free store in the world, Delights of West Boca, on the northeast corner of Glades and 441, right next door to Boston Market. Remember that, Boston Market? Sure do. Vaguely. Or call them toll-free at 1-877-LOW-CARB, L-O-W-C-A-R-B, or on the web, it's lowcarb.com. There's only one Delights of West Boca at B, your official Atkins Retail Center. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Eleven nineteen at five sixty WQAM. Go to hell. Well, the reason I played that is because girl says hell in school and gets suspended. No. Yes. Where? Pittsburgh. Ah. Not even in a uh, parochial school, in a public school. Really. A second grader was su- suspended for a day for telling a classmate he would go to hell for saying "I swear to God." No God. Brandy McKenna, seven, was suspended for swearing for saying the word hell. But her family says she was referring to the biblical location of fire and brimstone. She served the suspension Tuesday of this week. The Pittsburgh Public School Student Code of uh, Conduct prohibits profanity but doesn't provide a definition. Spokeswoman Pat Crawford said the school wouldn't comment further. 
Randy's father, Wayne McKenneth, said when he learned about the suspension, he thought perhaps his daughter had said something worse, so he called the teacher for details. Now, second grader would be like, what, about seven years old? Okay. He was told another student overheard his daughter say the word. I said, hell, she got suspended for that, McKenneth said. He said he asked the school to evaluate its profanity. See, this is what's going on in America, boys and girls. This is a fucking pathetic is what it is. God damn. Uh-oh. I'm going to hell for that. Oh, he said hell again. Right. Jesus. Oh, see there? You can't say anything. Jesus Christ. Oh, crying out loud, man. Absolutely. Jesus. See, I oh. can't stop. No, you can't. Hell is like the least of the words in school today, McKenna said. You go home and you turn on the TV tonight and tell me how many times you heard the word hell. And I mean network TV, not even cable. Who the hell cares, right? Oh. To hell with those assholes in the Pittsburgh public schools. Without a clear definition, the district could run into problems enforcing the policy, said Why told Walchak, some Polish guy, legal director of the Greater Pittsburgh chapter of the ACLU, the school's policy says no profanity, and that's not further defined, Walchak says. How should this little girl know that hell is not allowed? I think they ought to give uh, the kids a list of the words they can't say. That's right, so they can rehearse them at home. Right. <laughs> it's questionable whether hell is even a profanity, and it certainly isn't the way that she used it, he added. McKenna, the suburban Pittsburgh police detective, said family members aren't religious fanatics, but there's a healthy respect for the Lord, so he accepts her daughter's uh, explanation. She's under the assumption that good people go to heaven and bad people go to hell. They yeah. said on one yesterday. Well, see, that go, that's part of the problem. Brainwashing your kids with all these lies and fairy tales. It's even worse right. than the president almost. How can it be profanity? It's a biblical word. It does refer to a location. That's how it's... Oh, that's Go to hell. Go to hell. Go to hell. Go to hell. Okay. And maybe she was talking about Hell, Michigan. We do know there is such a place. Maybe that's right. what she was talking about. There's Hell Mouth, Montana. Maybe she figured that's a good place for you. Hell, Michigan. Go to hell. Oh, brother. It just has re it's reached the point. Like I said yesterday, I really mean this. I believe this with every bone in my uh, thing. That every bone in my nose. That we need to uh, separate, we need to go back to uh, pre-Civil War days. We need to have a total uh, uh, separation of uh, the North and the South. Not, I'm not talking about bringing slavery back, although we already have that. That's why Bush likes those illegal aliens. But uh, we need to have uh, the North and the South, and ever the twain shall meet. And then, like, South Florida can, like, uh, I don't know, just secede from the rest of Florida, kind of, like, uh, do whatever they want, be independent, be kind of like Cuba North, or what already is. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Sure I do. I can't deal with this with this whole religion. The world is laughing at us, and the Janet Booby thing was a, a typical example, man. That was the epitome of what's wrong with America right there. All the hand-wringing and the teeth-gnashing and the, oh, my God, this was disgusting, and all the goody-two-shoes bullcrap. Speaking of bullcrap. Including the seaports. Yeah, see? Even he uh, is pissed off and fired up about it. It's a theme from General's Hospital. Ooh, this sounds really patriotic, doesn't it? It does. We're loading a ship to America. We've extended the reach out to make sure America is more secure. We're doing things for wives in order to protect our country. 
crescendo there, but it just decided to keep on going. Oh, this one disc, I think it, oh no, what a shame. What a shame, Brian. Because he made these discs for me, and it gets like cut number 28, and then after that, all these other good ones on here, you can't, it, uh, they just didn't take, you know what I mean? You can't cue them up. Well, dang. Danny Thomas. You got it? Got it. What is it? Danny Thomas. Make room for Kathy. Oh! Danny Thomas was, what was he, Lebanese, Syrian, something like that. Danny Thomas, oh, yeah, something, right. Oh, yeah. You're right. I think Lebanese. Paul Anka is also one of those uh, people. Raghead? <laughs> I didn't say that. Are you picking on Paul Anka? He's Canadian, eh? Okay. Don't be picking on us Canadians. You don't forget our uh, Hot Couples Contest. How are those uh, entries coming in? They're trickling you're, still? You're getting what we're getting. Did you check lately? Today? Yeah, I sent you one today. Oh, I didn't see any today. Is it good? It's it's good, but not for real. Oh, I see. No, come on. We want some real ones because we got some good prizes to give away here. you got the uh, till February 13th, which is a week from tomorrow, to submit your entries to uh, contest at neilrogers.com. And then we'll vote the following week, the 16th through the end of that week, and whoever, whichever couple gets the most votes wins their choice of one of these two trips. Trip for two to Hedonism in Jamaica or trip for two to Royal Oasis Casino in the Bahamas. And one of these days, Miguel will tell us which one of those includes airfare and whatever else it includes. And the runner-up couple, the second-place couple, gets whichever one of those trips is left over. And the third-place prize, dinner for two to the Pizza Loft, and you can go in there and watch the members eat for free. It'll be great. All contest rules on our website, neilrogers.com. What? I just you go in there anytime. They're making difference when you go in, in there. You'll see the rumors eating for free, especially now that we have the all-star break. You could put them in a glass booth with one of those, uh, you know, feeders in the front. People could stick pasta through there. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. What I like most about NeilRogers.com is listening to the show online. Fifty-one, both pictures and stories. Fifty, fifty, thirty-four. Uh, the naked pictures, twenty. That's moving up. They're starting to get honest now. The polls, nineteen. The news stories, nineteen. The archive, six. The Silly Noises 5, The Funny Pictures 5, and I Hated It's Evil 5 out of 166. I got a pretty good idea since we had that little issue with celebrity uh, nudes. We don't need celebrity nudes. Okay. Just nude people. I think it's the same issue. It's the same issue? We've had naked people. How about in our hot couples contest? I know. That's not to say that it's necessarily allowed. We're just kind of, you know, sliding. What are you talking about? So in other words, we can't have any nudity I, on our website. I don't we've know got I, this. We've got this pristine, squeaky clean website on this perverted show. You got to be Schmidt, me man. You better get that Eric straightened out. I think we'll have to talk to our people about it. Yeah, we better get with our people on this issue. Let's have a committee meeting right after the show. Twenty-seven after eleven at five sixty WQM. EF Tarrant Auto Repair is located at fifty eighty-three North Federal Highway, just a mile north of a half. What is it? A mile and a half north of Sample Road, like I said in Pompano Beach. I'm a little fired up right now. You'll have to excuse me. No. Well, don't then. At EF Tarrant Auto Repair, experience the difference that experience makes because all EF mechanics know their stuff. They didn't just come in off a banana boat, believe you me. They're ASE certified technicians. They know the latest technology, and most have been with the EF team for nearly 20 long, amazing years. The EF team has got over 200 combined years of experience. No job is too big or too small at EF, whether it's a blown fuse all the way up to a blown engine. From a 73 Toyota to an 04 Bentley, EF Tarrant Auto Repair can do it for you and do a great job of it, too. And all jobs are meticulously double-checked for accuracy by the job shop foreman. 
Every car is cleaned upon completion of the work, so when they get done, your car looks and runs just like brand new. EF honors most extended warranties. They offer you wide awake service and lots of repairs, too. EF Tire and Auto Repair, here's that location again, 5083 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. Be sure to ask about their 90 days, same as cash, no interest credit card, when you call 954-426-9926. That's 954-426-9926. Trust your car to people who are really going to do a stupendous job for you. EF Tire and Auto Repair, nationally known as one of the most successful auto repair facilities in the entire U.S. of A. And EF, their motto is, nobody cares more and nobody nowhere will work harder to earn your business. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560, QAQAM. What else? What am I missing? I used to think that I could not be harmed. But they would keep quiet because I'm a star. Now the years have passed for coping fields As long as grass is on the playing field If I can see it And I can do it If I just believe it Then they're mature heads I'm a big pedophile. Yes. I believe I can touch her thigh. You can see it on videotape. Don't care I'm more than tries to rage. If her parents come home, you see me running through that open door. I'm a big pedophile. I'm a big pedophile. Eleven thirty-two. It wouldn't surprise me if they replaced Janet Jackson with R. Kelly on the Grammys this weekend, don't you think? Oh, jeez. He's probably going to win a whole bunch. Bunch of what? Crap. Coconuts. Little kids, little girls. Let's see. Johnny says, "Is there any way to set up the archives so you can fast forward by sliding your little thingy to the parts of the show we might have missed?" I don't want to miss a minute, please, says Johnny. Can't we do that? We've answered his question before. Because he's asked that question before. And what's the answer? If he waits for the archive to completely load, he can slide it forwards, backwards, sideways, up, down, and into the nth dimension. Right. He can listen to whatever he wants. He just has to like wait. anything else. Right. If you just if you just hold your horses, Johnny, just sit tight. Put your hand, bury your hand deep in your crotch, and like kind of like uh, you know, sit, squirm back and forth in the chair, and then just uh, wait. Squirm with the old worm, and then uh, when it when it's done, you'll know. And when you're done, you'll know too. Here's another one from Joe, who signs his name in... Uh, this is from Eric. I thought so. <laughs> yeah, this is this is from Eric. It says, I love everything about NeilRogers.com, so that's my vote, but it isn't an option. Who needs a web staff when you've got Eric? Twice the productivity, almost half the size. Yeah, see, only one. He used to be, but now he's only one. And it's signed in teeny tiny letters, Joe, as in Joe Mama, on the bottom. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate the vote of confidence. It's been great working with you. Uh, let's see. Rick says, thanks for the uh, jog down memory lane with cartoon themes. Oh, but that's not a cartoon theme. That's My Little Margie. I have a lot more cartoon themes, though. My Little Margie? With uh, Gail Storm. Never heard of her. She's dead. Here comes Leonardo, Leonardo Lion. 
Did he say bunghole? I can't believe that. Boy, see, even back then they said things like that. Even back in, in the 50s, in the early 50s, Andy Devine on the Buster Brown show used to say, plunk your magic twanger, Froggy. If anybody said on the ear right now, plunk your magic twanger, that would be the end, man. You have Michael Powell be in there in a heartbeat shutting everybody down. Probably, they'd probably come to your house and confiscate your radio TV and pop-up toaster if anybody said, plunk your magic twanger. Anyway, he says, I'm in the, my 30s, can vividly remember Kukla, Fran, and all that. How do you like that? That is great. That was fun. See, the shows back in those days, they were all live and they were fun. Yeah. Even Howdy Doody was fun, especially when one of the little kids in the audience had to go pee or something like that. Every Saturday morning, right after the Skipper Chuck show, it was Kukla, Fran, and Ollie. If George can remember Arc 1, the science fiction series about a futuristic RV in Desolate Earth, yeah. he ought to remember Kukla, Fran, and Ollie, which he doesn't. Maybe if I saw it. Says, great show, George. Peace, love, and happiness, says Rick. Thank you, Rick. You're hey, okay in my book. Skipper Chuck show. So now I bet you know I bet you know this show, Robert Young. Oh uh, Father knows that's your breast. That's what Joe Jackson said to Janet. Fathers know that they your breast. What was the son's name on that show? I think it Pud was his name. Pud. Oh, Bud. 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 Pud. Same. Same difference. I thought that was on uh, Flipper. And that was a different Pud. Bud. I don't care about. I'm not worried about Bud on Flipper. I'm more worried about Sandy. I want to know if Luke Calvin is doing okay. How you doing, Luke? Boy, he must be really ugly by now. Can you imagine? Let's see. What is this? Oh, that's my little Margie. And now here's one you'll know, guaranteed. Even you. We'll see. Nope. Sorry. Yeah, you do. Okay, let me give you a hint. All okay. right. Uh, Bebop, uh, Bebop Baby, Traveling Man, Rick Nelson. Oh, Ozzy and Harriet. Ah! Oh! You notice Ozzy, uh, he didn't have a job. He just used to leave and kind of wander around the neighborhood no, every day. I never saw that. Uh, except for her Father Knows Best. When I, oh, no, I don't even know what he did. I was thinking he was a doctor, but that was the other Robert Young show. Nobody ever uh, did anything. No. Except William Bendix. He used to go to the uh, show. And, uh, and, of course, Carol O'Connor. 567, how did we get sidetracked on this? It was all know. because of Doug McClure and the Virgin. Right. No, and now we got this, which is on. probably just as well, because i got a lot of very depressing things here, like the defendant in Tamarack Theater Death says he was just protecting his wife. That's yeah. what he said. Oy! His testimony. Chivalrous instinct and failing eyesight prompted Seymour Shuss to slug a 74-year-old man outside a discount movie theater. He testified yesterday his manslaughter trial in Fort Lauderdale. I still say take away his sweet and low and his bag, and then right. fry him. And his wife's driver's license. Nothing, nothing like this has ever happened to me. The Tamarack grandfather who says he's legally blind testified in a choked voice, his face reddening. I never have hit anybody. Defense attorney Jane Weintraub then softly asked him his age. I'll be 70 this year, he said, before his head slumped and began sobbing. Oi! If convicted in the death of Irving Rosenberg, Shaw faces up to 15 years in prison. Rosenberg fell hard on his head after the punch to his chin November 8, 2002. He died 16 days later. Shuss, who turned down a plea deal that would have resulted in just a year in jail, maintains his actions were unintentional but justified. 
justified my ass. I, I'd say fry him. Now, if it would have been Sonny Rosenberg, that's a different story. Congressional Medal of Honor. Come on, Brian, what is this? Even I wouldn't remember this. Uh, Armis Brooks with Eve Arden and Gail Gordon. Yeah. Maybe you know Hazel. Oh, I bet this is Hazel. The what? Just the opening, like that. The opening. Now, part. Hazel, the guy speaking of Bosnia and Harriet, Don uh, Defoe, was that his name? I don't Defoe? Know. I think he was like kin to Defoe. Don Defoe, he was the neighbor on Ozzy and Harriet. Don't you remember that? No. Now, did you actually ever see Ozzy and Harriet? No. You didn't miss a damn thing. <laughs> all right, thanks. All Rick and David used to do was sit around and drink milk all day, that's all. 20 till noon, speaking of uh, silly people. That are moving toward democracy. Right. He said, we're moving toward democracy, but we don't want to have it all at once because it's a little bit too much. Is he talking about us or Iraq? No, he's talking about America. Live and local. This is 560. The radio's all yours. QAM. WQAM. Miami. Fort Lauderdale. They're dead. They're dead. The whole dark cast is dead. Oy. They're dead. They're dead. They're definitely dead. Liz Montgomery and Agnes Moorhead, Dick York and the other Dick too. And it's straight that Paul Lim is taking a turn now too. They're dead. They're dead. Like doornails, they're all dead. They're dead. All dead. Yes, positively dead. Except for Adam and Tabitha. But we're working on that too, so stay tuned and they will be dead soon. 17 to Luna, I have some bad news for you folks, and it just dawned on me now that Jack Parr died the other day. The greatest entertainers, the best of the best, are they're all dead. Yeah, and? No, it just dawned on me. It's a little depressing, but then again, we've always got all the Nickelodeon and all the uh, oldie but goodie uh, TV sh channel. Right. TV land. A real right. McCoy, starring Walter Brennan and Dick Crenna. Oh, Walter Brennan, he's dead too. Just in case you were worried about it. It's your pop and step. Who's your friend when things get rough? What is it? Now you're getting into my time zone. With these HR Puff and stuff. Shows. Yeah, that sounds like your kind of show. Damn straight. Especially for uh, an asset. No. Now let's see. What am I looking for? The Virginian? I'm, now I'm finding awesome discs that I have. Oh, I got the Virginian. Oh, man. This is exciting. Woo. I realize most of the people in the audience are thinking, what's going on with you, man? What is with the... Uh, I don't know. Do you believe that? Sure I do. Why? This is this is it, not even this us. is uh huh? Because it's us. Boca Bright didn't burn that disc, did he? No, this is like a real one. Yeah, but from when? 1978. From before it says on the bottom here, from before Jesus was a baby. <laughs> Best TV show in history. In fact, it was the South Park of its time. Indeed. Let's see, here's a fax from Todd in Key Largo. It says, even though I'm a Republican, I love the Democratic slogan on your website, less Bush is a great thing. P. 
I saw this bumper sticker. I found Jesus. He was in my trunk when I got back from Tijuana. You're going to burn in hell for saying that, Todd. Uh, well, can, I, can I say hell? Hades. Yeah, well, what is this with these? Uh, now, maybe it's my CD players. Do you think? I don't think so. It could be, but I think those CDs are just ancient and scratched up. And uh, you There's know. a holdup in the Bronx. Brooklyn's broken out in fights. There's a traffic jam in Harlem that's backed up to Jackson Heights. There's a scout troop short a child who's just a wet wild. Car 54, where are you? <laughs> oh, yeah, one of my unfavorite shows of all time. Nice now, let's see, song. what cut was I on? Let me just try it again, but I don't right. think it's going to work. See, if you wouldn't eat chicken wings during the show. Oh, no, see, it, 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 this is my, a bad omen for me because it's cut number 48 on this disc. <laughs> yeah. And it gets to like 47 is about start, where it stops. Pressing. Oh, no. Well, we got a whole bunch more. we got hundreds and hundreds. In fact, we're going to stay until midnight just playing old TV themes so we can reminisce about the good old days, all those old farts. Even even young whippersnappers, they see all of these shows, even people like, uh, you know, five, six, seven. Right, in between snap and whippers. Let's see, I think I got uh, somewhere on here, I got a whole bunch of those channels, speaking of my digital TV. Oh, I got the Diva channel. Diva? Oh, Deja Vu, here you go. Forgot the exchange. The Rockford Files. The deal. The exchange will take place at Angel Martin's funeral. It's 2 o'clock this afternoon, the house of our father chapel. And oh, yeah, we got old shows up the ass here, I'll tell you that. Five six seven oh five sixty. Can I say that? No. Um, like I said, we got old shows, an abundance of them. What I like most about NeilRogers.com, that's our very non-controversial poll question today, but we're still getting a fabulous response, which means they're looking at uh, Janet's booby again. Uh, you got to figure that when there's six billion people on the face of the earth, that all of them will have seen it once on our website. Right. Because we certainly, by far and away, have got the best uh, graphics, and right. we got Justin reaching over and <laughs> yanking that baby off. I hate him. Not as much as I do. All right. Racing. Not, not even close. Bye, bye, bye. Despise. Bye, bye, bye. Like to shoot him in the ankle. Bye, bye, bye. Get lost, Justin, you little twerpy fag. He is. He's a. I don't care what anybody says. The idea that he did that Britney Day thing with him is so laughable, man. They'll feed the public any crap that they can peddle, you know. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Brittany wouldn't, she wouldn't touch the best part of him if she could find it with a goddamn search party and our people. How do you like that? <laughs> Absolutely. What is that? Three Stooges. Oh, that sounds like the Three Stooges to me. I thought it was more like... <laughs> oh, Walter Lance is dead, too. Mike Lance is still alive, but... Walter Lance is dead. Isn't that bad news? Oh, uh, yeah. It's going to happen. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Oh, and you have, I haven't been reading any of the stories about it, but you see who's in real deep crap these days? Who that? Eisner? Yeah. No, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. They're getting ready to boot his ass out. Eisner? Jay. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. QAM, hello. <laughs>
<laughs> that was beautiful, wasn't it? That was the ghost line. That was an emotional moment for all of us. WQAM, hello. Bill. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good, Pally. Did you bring up the uh, the show Arc One? Arc One? It was on that fax. Oh, okay. From like I was like a hundred years ago, like. Uh -huh. It was on what there fax? Was a, there was a chimpanzee on there. Reading. And, okay, okay, I got you. Because I was. Oh I was yeah, that was uh, that was the other day, right? I was trying to think of that show. The other night, going over with a bunch of my old buddies about old school TV and stuff. Yeah, you were yeah, you're probably smoking some really good crap, too. Yes. <laughs> it was a crazy <laughs> show, man. It really was, especially after you smoked some good stuff. Okay, pal. Get back to business. Also, oh, speaking of uh, Chuck Barris and the Bong Show. Double O. C double O. C-double-O-L, C-double-O-L-Mac, cool Mac, cool. Dangerous is business. The biggest show in town is at the Berry Hunt for a new guy. Okay, here's a fact from Frank in Fort Lauderdale. Good thing all us old farts are getting together now. All you other people bug off. Says, uh, remember when Pluck Your Magic uh, came from? <laughs> what did I just get through saying before? You were just I saying. said Andy Devine on the Buster Brown show. And I says, remember where it came from? The Buster Brown show. Wow. Hi, I'm Buster Brown. I live in a shoe. Here's my dog, Ty, and he lives in there, too. Host, Andy Devine. Pre-Wild Bill Hickok. Frank and Pro Hey, Frank, thanks so much, but I just got through saying all of them things. But thanks for reminding me about Wild Bill Hickok. Who starred, uh, his name was Madison. Guy Madison. Alright. Man, he was one good looking guy. Not as good looking as Guy Gross, but he was pretty damn good. Guy Madison. Long before your time. Let's see. Danny Thomas was born in Deerfield, Michigan to Lebanese immigrants. God damn you into hell. <laughs> Signed an anonymous principal in Pittsburgh. <laughs> well, back at you. That's cute. 5670560. Yeah, let's take a little pause before they blow up the whole world, okay? Let's pause and, uh, you know, start farting around a little bit. Looking at naked pictures and playing a bunch of old stuff. Let's start living in the past. Because the present, quite frankly, ain't all that great for a lot of people. Which is why Bush is going to get his ass whipped in November. You'll see. You will see. And if it doesn't turn out to be, um, don't turn out to be Kerry and Edwards, it's going to be Kerry and Gebhardt. To get all the union people in there. Right. Okay. I'm just saying. That's what I'm, that's, uh, that, my people. I talked to my people and my people said, 285 votes. What I like most about your website, neilrogers.com, is, uh, well, let's start at the bottom. I hate it. It's evil. Six. The funny picture, six. The archives, only six. Ah. The uh, silly noise is 10. The news stories, 33. The naked picture is 36. The polls, 39. Both pictures and the stories, fitty fitty, 66. Now, see, that's a little more uplifting. And listening to the show online, 83. Of course, that's going to stop at about 300 because we already found out in the first hour we got about 285, something like that. Mm -hmm. At least the ones who can vote. See, I don't understand how that works. I mean, I realize the AOL problem, but if we had like 10,000 people listening online, only a very small number can vote. Is that correct? Why? Because of uh, the cookie thing. In other words, to keep people from voting multiple times. Yeah. Uh, they get a cookie, or uh, they get Eric a cookie. Explain it all technically. But basically, yeah. uh, we record the URL that it came from or wherever it came from. And since AOL funnels people through, like, one channel, that, that registers as one vote. 
And if you don't like Mighty Mouse, how about this mouse? Courageous Cat and Minute Mouse. Oh, sorry. Where the hell is Daisy Mouse? Not to be confused with Minute Maid. What's the succession with cartoons and mice? I don't know. Mice just make kind of cutesy cartoon characters. Like all animals, you got rabbit, rabbits. Well, yeah. How many? Right. How many different cats? Kinds of ra- how many rabbits? I got Bugs. nothing against niggas. Daddy was a nigger. Oh Jesus! Why do you keep dropping that thing in there? I don't have anything to do with that. That was all George. That was Josh. Yeah, Josh did it. I think Greg Reed did it myself. I didn't play that. I don't even know. I don't think I even have that. And I, don't tell me where it is if I do, please. What? Whatever, whatever I just heard. Don't tell me where it is, Josh. God almighty. Next he's going to be playing Song of the South drop-ins. Ooh, I got that on me. Oh, th- th- this chronic you just sent me, why do you send me this fax? I, I don't, you know. Okay. Just, I can't handle it anymore, okay? This is the one that was, like, analyzing the show, and the ratings are down because of this, and you should be doing that. Go away. He signs it chronic, and believe me, that's an insult to every chronic in, in, in the world. Chronic would be a compliment to you, you schmuck. Get a life. Get a goddamn life, okay? Man, if the audience only had any little idea. Mad Dog at 2, the Humper, is at the Royal Caribbean Golf Tournament. Like, we're supposed to know what that is. You know, everybody's like, all the golfers, which we don't really care about. They're, like, laughing at me because I'm saying, at the Royal Caribbean, what is that? Well, how the hell do I know? Right, could be a... See, Clarence makes out these schedules like, well, it's a sports thing. You're supposed to know about that. Shove your golf balls up your ass, man. At least then you'd have a pair, okay, Clarence? You idiot. Then we got the big at 7. Eddie K at 10 o'clock to relieve from three hours of that Spanglish, whatever the big O is uh, talking about. And then Joe and Mark overnight, 2 to 5, who are sneaking into that morning slot. That's what Joe told me. Eventually, they want to work into that 5 to 8 slot. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. This is Dick Cheney. I like to relax by having Mary Magdalene massage my balls while listening to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. (laughs) Hey. Dr. Howard Dean, governor, physician, searching for a way to tap into the American voter's consciousness. Then, an accidental overdose of embarrassment alters his body chemistry. And now, when Howard Dean grows angry or outraged, a startling metamorphosis occurs. The creature is driven by rage and pursued by a nation of reporters. The creature is wanted for a tirade in Iowa. Howard Dean's political future is believed to be dead, and he must let the world think that it is dead until he can find a way to control the raging spirit that dwells within him. It'll take a Herculean effort by a busload of spin doctors to change the public perception of the governor. The only living creature in his life who still believes in him is blind, deaf-mute dog, Lucky. The creature must run to protect himself. But where will he go? We're going to California and Texas and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to Dr. take back the White House. Dr. Dean is the incredible joke. <laughs> 
1201 at 560 WQM. Happy Thursday to you. You know what I forgot to mention today, and it's on our website for those who really want to waste I mean, uh, want to look into it. Because we had a call the other day, and we've had several faxes about the thing with uh, Al Sharpton sleeping yeah. with the GOP. It's in the Village Voice. It's on our website. Uh, Roger Stone, longtime Republican Dirty Tricks operative who led the mob to shut down the Dade County recount to help make George W. president in 2000, uh, is financing, staffing, and orchestrating the presidential campaign of Reverend Al Sharpton. It says here, Though Stone and Sharpton have tried to reduce their alliance to a curiosity, suggesting that all they do is talk occasionally, a voice investigation has documented an extraordinary array of connections, and it goes on about uh, this one did this, and it like pages and pages of this, which you can read on our website on neilrogers.com, but I'm not going to read on here because stop and think about it. I have Al Sharpton, how many votes did he get? About 30, man. And that was all together so far. I mean, he doesn't have enough votes to even talk about. In addition to which, the reason I'm skeptical about this, and I read the whole thing, is because nobody has been more critical of uh, George W. than Sharpton in all the debates. So if uh, if Roger Stone is really behind him, and if the Republicans are, like, goosing him up with cash and whatever else, uh, they're not doing too good of a job. So consider this. Or keep your eye on the bouncing ball, okay? Don't get distracted. <laughs> by all... I'm serious. Yeah. Keep your eye on the prize, baby. Keep your eye on the prize. Here's a fact that says, didn't Guy Madison also play Zorro? No. No, that was Guy Williams. What a guy, but not the right guy. And you recall John Gavin and Destry, don't you? I don't. I don't either. Never heard of him. I know John Gavin, but I mean Destry. Oh, we already did that one, didn't we? Yeah. yeah we did. oh, I wanted to play this Hercules, hero of song and story. Hercules. What? Nothing. You did what? I said, I know the lyrics to this. I used to watch this all the time. Oh, no. Winner of ancient glory, fighting for the right, fighting with his might, with the strength of ten ordinary men. Hercules, people are safe when near him. Hercules. Only the evil fear him, softness in his eyes, iron in his thighs, virtue in his heart, fire in every part of the mighty Hercules. Oh, 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 oh. If you're on a highway road, when it goes beep, beep, just step aside or you might end up in a heap. Road, run, 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 all day. <laughs> Even the coyote can't make him change his ways. <laughs> it's the Beanie and Cecil Show. Oh! Come go sailing, we've waited long enough. For Beanie and Cecil to sun and sun and captain up and pop. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that show was a real scream. Here's George's favorite. George, George, George of the jungle, strong as he can be. Oh, come on, George. Watch out for that tree. That book of Brian. And Haji. Exactly. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Pretty good, sir. I tried calling yesterday, and uh, I was going to ask you if you watched that game with uh, San Jose and, and the uh, Panthers the other night. No, I, no, I did not. Sounds yeah, a little like you were doing Yeah, it's Kevin Jones. Oh, yeah. They just uh, go out. Uh, stick the peel back on a banana, please. Oh! The world is a carousel of color. 
inside. It's yet Walt Disney's wonderful world of color. The world is a carousel of color. History, comedy, fantasy. Eisner. and mirth. There's old Mother Earth with all of her secrets to see. There's no need to fear. Underdog is here. In this world appear and break the laws that they should fear and frighten all who see or hear. The cry goes up both far and near for underdog, 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 underdog. Speed of lightning, roar of thunder. What's not to like, right? Right. Oh, it's rousing. I'll do this like at least uh, two, three, four times a week. You know, it's just uh, so much better, so much more fun than some of these people. WQM, hello. Yes, all this uh, memories from all these classic TV themes and everything. Isn't it great? It brings back the number one guy from classic television. And who could that have been? Give me a clue. Alan Funt. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, the best part of it is, I I bet you I got that on here somewhere, Candy Kramer. You think? I think think you do. You think so, I do? Uh, not on this disc, I don't think. But I bet you if I really scour through here, I can find that, Dan. I can find that puppy. Get out that coonskin cat. Born on a mountaintop in Tennessee. Green estate in the land of the free. Saw this movie. Raised in the woods, so he knew every tree. Killed him a bar when he was only three. Davy, Davy Crockett. King of the wild frontier. That's a crock, Davy. Fought single-handed through the engine war. The creeks was whipped, and peace was in store. Did I mention that Walter Lancey's dead? Yeah, you did. Oh. And also, Woody's Wood uh, Pecker is dead, too. They have things for that now. See, George Washington had wooden teeth, but Woody had... A beat. Wow, that almost sounds like something out of church, you know. It sounds very uh, emotional. WQAM, hello. Oh, Neil. Yes, sir. Well, I can't believe I got through to you. Great show, yes. man. You're, you're a good dude, man. Yeah, I am. Hey, uh, Rudy Kazuti, remember him? Yes, I do remember Rudy Kazuti. As a matter of fact, I wouldn't be surprised if it's on one of these. Uh, I've asked a lot of people this, and I can never get the answer. Who well, was you the came big to the wrong fat, place. Who what was the big fat guy that uh, was on the uh, Andy Devine. Brown show before uh, guy, uh, Andy Devine? Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh is right. No. Jackie Gleason. No, no. I, I don't know. If I'm not mistaken, I think the guy was in silent pictures towards the end. Really? Yeah. I, I remember Andy Devine was not the original one. Well, well, we could probably find out. We can look up Buster Brown and do a search. Yeah. Hulk, I'm a great show, man. Keep up the work. Thanks, Pally. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. See, everybody's in a pretty good mood today. Even your friend Reverend Jones is in a good mood. He's bubbling over with fun. We're all happy. I'd like to see him bubbling over, as a matter of fact. 
I'd like to see the blood spurting from his mouth. Peanut. You know, they weren't funny. It's a song about George's uh, paycheck and uh, Josh. I get peanuts. Josh gets the shells. Court. There was a job to be done, and so they sent for the badge and the gun of the lawman. Now, what does this say? It says, hurry, hurry, step right up and see the amazing Jacksons. One thin dime, one-tenth of a dollar is all it costs. See Michael, the 40-something flying, uh, thinks he, uh, still thinks he's Peter Pan. Don't get too close, little boys. He might just snatch you up to his bedroom and play hide-and-seek with a, a teddy bear. Next, we have Janet, the one-breasted pop-singing diva. Close your eyes, kid, open your mouth, and you're in for a real treat. <laughs> then we have Jermaine, the Frankenstein watch kids, how his, only his lips move when he's speaking. I bet P.T. Barnum would have loved them, Jackson, says uh, Bob, in wherever the hell Bob is. Thanks, Bob. That's kind of cute. But is it Jermaine to the, uh, sit to the case? That's the question. German to the case. 560 oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Let's see if they really want to see any more naked pictures on our website. Now, now, so, in other words, uh, you think we can't put any of them on there, right? He uh, mailed me the agreement. We can, uh, I'll fax it to you. We can talk about it. It's a subjective kind of thing, not unlike the FCC, so uh, we'll see what we can well, see. Well, what do you mean not unlike the FCC? The FCC doesn't. There, there are no regulations on nudity no, no, no. on in the other Internet. Words, the agreement is very similar to the language that you find in FCC uh, language where it's like, well, what, what do they mean by that? That whole kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So. Well, you, uh, you and him battle it out, okay? You duke it out. With the Duke. Daisy I'm, I don't want to get involved because then he'll call here, and if he calls here, I will jump out the window well, on a very we'll high floor. We'll do battle. We'll, uh, we'll do whatever. Uh, we'll do something or not. <laughs> we'll do something or not. Right. Or we can just argue about it for six months, you yeah. know? 12-13 at 560 WQM. Boy, it's sure been great working with Eric. You know, he's been a real treat. Hey, guys, last time you took a look at it, you decided it's just too small. It's so small, it's embarrassing. It doesn't impress women. It doesn't even impress guys. And it certainly doesn't last as long as it used to. And, of course, we're talking about your paycheck. Call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to start that new high-paying computer career. In just four short months, they can help you get you a new high-paying computer career and get a big, fat paycheck that goes along with it. The demand for computer professionals is still growing, so call Fast Train today toll-free. Be sure to mention Todd Dreck's name. They'll get a real hoot and a holler out of that. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. And with seven locations in town, Fast Train's bound to have a campus close by where you live. They offer you job placement, financial assistance for people who qualify, and with day-night and weekend classes, you have no excuses, no mo, to stay in a dead-end job working for peanuts. What do you say, peanuts? Yeah. If yeah. you register now, you can have that new high-paying career in just four short months. So call Fast Train today at 866-FAST-TRAIN or check them out on the web at FastTrain.com. Now you can have a real big, impressive one, just like Todd Reck, a big, fat paycheck. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a day for some strange behavior. Don't you dare mind, I'm out of my mind. It's a beautiful day in this beauty wood, a beautiful day to show wood. Won't you be mine and lift your behind? 
Rectum. It's so nice to have a neighbor just like you. I've always wanted to do a little kid like you. So don't try to get up and just run away. Just stay a while so we can both play. Like you're behind, one nice behind, but don't you be a traitor. Oh, don't please, please don't be. Don't tell mom and dad, you traitor. Hi, television neighbor. I'm glad we're together again. Always thought he was a pervert, you know. Did you? Did you didn't? I just didn't like him. It was the sweater and the sneakers did it for me. He died. Mandy Pandy. Wimpy. Condescending. He was a great man. He was a great American. You don't know what you're talking about. He, he was, was no skipper chop. I think he was a pervert. Would you be mine? No. Could you be mine? There was a gun that won the West. There was a man among the best. The fastest gun or man alive. Oh, I've been forty five. not to be confused with 38 Special. Okay. My good close personal friend Alan Paris, who needs a life out there on the West Coast. Get with it, Alan. Uh, he says, Smiling Ed McConnell was the radio host of the Buster Brown Gang, and you are absolutely, absolutely correct, correct, sir. He was also the voice of Froggy the Gremlin, who went, Hiya, hiya, kids, hiya, hiya. Like that. Hiya, hiya. It was kind of like an early day Pharrell. Hiya, hiya, kids. Smiling Ed McConnell, and of course, uh, he croaked, I do believe. And then Andy Devine, and he croaked. There's a lot of that going around. Oh, Scalia flew his guest on Cheney's plane. I do need to mention a few of these things. Drop them in here, in between all the merriment and funny mm-hmm. stuff. Because this is enough to really piss you off again, get you in a sour mood yeah, once again. Sneak it in. Yeah. Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia traveled as an official guest to Vice President Dick Cheney's uh, on a, a small government jet that served as Air Force Two when the pair came uh, last month to Patterson, Louisiana, to hunt ducks. The revelation cast further doubts about whether Scalia can be an impartial judge in Cheney's upcoming case before the Supreme Court legal ethics experts said. The hunting trip took place just weeks after the court agreed to take up Cheney's bid to keep secret the details of his energy policy task force. I've got a secret. That's the motto. In fact, I probably got that theme on here somewhere, too, without Gary Moore. I've got a secret, and that's the motto of the Bush-Cheney junta. I'd talk I told Jack Klugman, quit the lighting up them faggots, man. Quit uh, hanging around with them faggots. And he just kept smoking them and smoking them. Now he's like, you know, not not good. He's still alive, right? I don't know. I'll ask Boca Brown. No, we'll oh, we got out. that website, Dead or Alive, uh, whatever it is. Giant, giant, where will you be camping tonight? This is the first Hispanic cowboy, Chajan. Only man, Giant. Not to be confused with the Cisco kid. Will your heart stay free and light? Speaking of dead. Tell you about my best friend. She's a warm-hearted person who loves me till the 
Now, this thing that you just uh, faxed to me with the uh, 61s. Yeah, I checked it out. It's an anti-war uh, Bush uh, satirical kind of a thing. It's cute. Mecca, yeah. Mecca Donald's. Some guy made it. It's, uh, Why does cute. it have to have 61s in it? Uh, he, that's, he's funny that way. I see. Well, needless to say, I'm not quite... Uh... Oh, here's another fax that verified. It was also from uh, Alan Paris, who really needs to get busy out there doing something. Jack Smiling Ed's still alive. Buster Brown gang. What? Jack Klugman is still alive. Well, thank God. He's 81. Uh, ran on radio 1944 to 52. Smile on his Buster Brown gang. Coming soon. I've got shoes. You've got shoes. Everybody's got to have shoes, but there's only one kind of shoe for me. Good old Buster Brown shoes. Right. You remember that, don't you? Of course not. No. Well, it's before all the good stuff came along, like uh, Cheers. Bronco, Bronco, tearing across the Texas plain. Bronco, Bronco. Is this song about O.J.? As soon as you hear... What? Word association, man. Bronco, O.J. There's how they move. Oh, can't stand it. No, it's a horrible theme, too. Oh. She was like the Oprah, Oprah Winfrey of sitcoms. No tension. And that Dick Van Dyke. Big, 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 Gidget, Gidget. Gidget. I don't know who the original Gidget was. Now, you must remember William Boyd and Gabby Hayes, no? No. Oh, my God. And you think you know something about life? You no. don't remember Hoppy? No. Damn it. I remember Poppies. 20, that's what Gabby Hayes used to say. I, Hoppy. I happy too. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> what I like most about our website, neilrogers.com, is out of 412 votes, 
Listening to the show online, 109, as in P.T., Barnum. Both pictures and stories, Fitty Fitty, 103. The Polls, 53. The Naked Pictures, 49. The News Stories, 47. I Hated It's Evil, 16. The Silly Noises, 13. The Archives, 11. And The Funny Pictures, 11. Those archives which people are always pestering us about, I don't think they're as big as uh, some people would like us to believe. Although, keep in mind, we're asking, what do you like best? Right. Right? Right. Isn't that a good excuse? Brian says that it was Sandra D. was the original... Sandra D. was the original Gidget. <coughs> Who was the original Midget? Me. Did you tell me Irving Pelochet's committed suicide? Yes. Wow. He used like a, a small bullet. 27 past noon at 560 WQM. Well, that was kind of a low caliber show anyway. Hey, I want to tell you a high caliber joint, and that's uh, Pizza Loft. Pizza Loft is uh, the best in the business because when it comes to delicious food, everything cooked fresh to order. That's why it might take a couple of extra minutes because they don't want to bring you any, like, overcooked pasta. There's nothing worse than pasta that's, like, mushy and overcooked fat. Everything is cooked to order, so it's crisp and fresh and delicious, whatever the hell it might be, and they've got everything under the sun, every kind of pasta dish ever invented. They've got chicken and veal, seafood, three different kinds of fantastic pizza, calzones, super subs, the best garlic rolls anywhere in the, U in the universe, guaranteed. Now, let's see, it's Thursday. Thursday night is bike light at the, lo uh, at the uh, loft. Come on a motorcycle, buy one dinner, and get the second one for half price. And, of course, the pizza loft does great catering, too, for as little as 5 bucks per person for your next lunch or a fare. You can eat it there, have it delivered, or stop by and take it home. Call 954-916-8880. Be sure and tell them that the Rimmers sent you by because it will probably get them a few more free meals. Call 954-916-8880. For the world-famous Pizza Loft, it's in the Pizza Loft Plaza. Makes sense to me. Right on University Drive between Griffin and 595 behind Pier 1 Imports with loads and piles of free parking, too. Pizza Loft, not the cheapest or the fastest, but the best anywhere. As Jeff Cohen continues going strong after about 500 years. Live, Live and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. I knocked on doors and got a job at a small radio station in Miami Beach, Florida. I did everything. I was, uh, I was, I did the board, I did jock, I did sports, I did news, I did everything. Cleaned up, cleaned up, cleaned up, I did everything. Welcome to Larry King Live. Joining us tonight is Osama Bin Laden. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So, old Sam, yeah? what time you got? Let's see. Uh, half past the hour, my eyes. <laughs> so, this is your first appearance on American television, right? Well, not exactly. I've been on this very network. <laughs> That's right. Well, that 9-11 thing's pretty much forgotten. Stop living in the past, right? Of course. Not to mention the Bush removed the American basis from salty soil, as I wished. So, all those warnings? No, I got what I wanted. So, uh, how's that dialysis coming along? I pray. I love for our hobbyism that tells us not to wear pants. Lots of room for the bag, you see. Yeah, nice. Okay, let's take a call from 2 Egg Florida. What's the question? Yeah, hi, Larry. I got the FCC, and Ed Anson doesn't care about the $27,000 fine. Uh, pocket change for him, says Lana. Thanks for the uh, good news, okay? So if you want to see a lot of uh, boobs, just turn on the Channel 7. Or uh, you already missed them today, but if you want to see the biggest boob in town, 10 o'clock Channel 6. Rick Sanchez. Is he still on? I don't know. I bet she's hanging on. Listing. I bet she's hanging by his thumbs. Now, what have I got in here? Oh. Marshall, Will, and Holly. All right, let it run. On a routine expedition. Met the greatest earthquake ever known. All right. I'm the 
Keep Phil uh, in a closet somewhere. We're going to keep him in the boom closet. So don't start that needle crap again. It's going to keep filling. Put him back on MSNBC. There ain't nobody watching anyway. Sigmund and the Sea Monsters? Watched it religiously. You did not. I did so. You did? That's right. Never missed you that were the one. Third. I buy the DVD collection. Born with a lucky woman and Dinah Girl. That was... Sounds a little like Beach Boy Harmonies there in the background, didn't it? Yeah. That was Carl Wilson. I know it. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, Neil, I just wanted to thank you. Uh, Telling you about the Wuhan.org uh, webpage. Right. I uh, was on it last night, and I, uh, was, uh, you know, applied to the Censor uh, Bush uh, campaign that's starting up. And, uh, right. I talked to about 25 people, and they all did the same thing, and uh, hopefully it'll help make a difference. And, uh, you know, who knows where we're going to go from here. But I wanted to ask you something. Uh, yes, sir. As long as you're playing themes from old TV shows, mm-hmm. um, is it possible to play the theme from uh, Maverick? Uh, oh, I'm sure I got it on here somewhere. I'll find it. How do you get those things? I'm just curious. Just... Well, you can go into any uh, music store, any uh, record store, or any place where they got CDs, and they have uh, in the uh, TV section they got they'll have old uh, all these old CDs. TV's really? greatest hits. There's a whole there's a whole series of them. I haven't been to the CD store in years. I'm gonna have to pay a visit. I think I'm losing touch with the with the. Well, stay stay out of Blockbuster, man. Oh, I, I won't go there for anything. I haven't rented a tape in there in uh, geez. Thank like God. Five, six years. I either go to Hollywood Video or one of the local ones in my area. Well, keep up the good work, Pally. Okay, have a good day, Neil. You too. I mean, i got to play a little bit of this, even though it's so uh, patently obvious. You think it's just a coincidence that um, Tabitha's baby on... that First of all, her name is Tabitha, the witch on Passions, and that her baby's named Endora? You think it's just no a coincidence? No relation whatsoever. No. What the hell is it? Oh, the bananas. No. Banana splits. Please don't eat the daisies. Really? How do you like that? And then, of course, oh, we don't want to leave this out for all of our Rican listeners. Chico and Demetri. Hey, Freddy, don't do it, Freddy. Come on. Oh, Jesus. He did it? Jesus Christ. How come you hate his son so much? I don't hate it. None to you. He bored me. Chico. <laughs> don't be discouraged. Oh, it's Jose Feliciano. So hard to I love Jose Feliciano. Man, he is good. You know? Is he yeah. still alive? Yeah, he is. He's great. You don't think he's great? 
He, I like him just fine. I think he's a muy excelente. Has a hot wife ever seen her? No. Neither is he. Neither, neither, oh, neither is he. Oh, I just got through playing it. <laughs> oh, that's the banana splits. I'm sorry. You're right. It is the banana splits. Was it? This is Please Don't Eat the Daisy. So sorry. I apologize, okay? Will you accept it? No. No. Never heard of it. Did you ever hear of it? Nope. Please don't eat the daisies. Nope. Never heard of it. Did now then. Love America. This could be one of the worst shows in the history of the universe. Oh. And they showed twice on that show. Every out-of-work actor, actress in Hollywood who couldn't get any gig anyplace else wound up on this. It was like the uh, uh, Outcast right. show, the Retread show. They just love those. Plus, they're at the Love Boat. Don't know it? Come on, you know it. The ghost. Sorry. The ghost and Mrs. Muir. No. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of the show. I never actually watched it. No, I, I didn't see that. Honeymoon. All right. Art Carney's still dead, by the way. Damn it. I told you, the great entertainers, they're all dead. Now we got Jerry Seinfeld and uh, the nanny. That's all we got. <laughs> oh, speaking of that. Soft and sweet, wise and wonderful, who are mystical, magical nanny? Since the day that nanny came to stay with us, hey, we got top of the of the hearse somewhere. Happening. Is there really magic in the things she does? Or is love no. the only magic thing that Nanny... What did that guy want to hear, Maverick? I'll find it. <clears throat> I've got, oh, thousands of these. We can do this for months. Months and months. I think like almost three years we can do this. 20 till 1 at 560 WPM. I kind of enjoy it. It's a little nostalgic. And then, of course, the punks are, what's all this old crap, man? Hey, listen, you love it. Don't you kid me for a second. It's great. Great from when your television was really useful and not just a bunch of silly ass talking heads like Wolf Blitzkrieg and Greta Von Brown. God, what a pile of crap they got on there now. Oh, we got Janet Jackson's booby. Great. Congratulations. We got we got that the missing girl in Sarasota. You want to see that again? About fifty thousand times. We got Janet Jackson's uh breast right here. Well, congratulations. Get a life. Exactly. Did we ever find out where Jennifer is? What's going on with her? No, not lately. We love you, Jennifer. 19 to 1 at 560 WQM. Enterex Diabetic is where it's at. It's a delicious meal replacement drink that tastes great, and the reason is because it has a Splenda instead of aspartame or saccharin, so it doesn't have that nasty aftertaste that lingers in your puss. Recommended by doctors and dietitians for people who can't sacrifice proper nutrition just because they're in a hurry. So whether you're diabetic or just looking for something that uh, tastes great that doesn't have all that sugar, this is the answer for you. Enterex Diabetic is a completely balanced nutritional supplement that provides all the essential vitamins and minerals needed for a healthy life, plus fiber antioxidants, yet it's low in saturated fat and cholesterol. Enterex Diabetic is also gluten-free and lactose-free. An 8-ounce can provides 237 calories of easy-to-digest nutrition. 
You try it once, you'll never go back to that other crap you were drinking before. Picks them up today. It's all over town now. It's becoming more popular by the second. Pick it up at Sedano's, Navarro's, Eckerd's, Walgreens, Publix, CVS, local pharmacies all around the uh, joint. And the makers of it are so sure you're going to really enjoy it that they're giving you away a free two-pack. That's right, one vanilla, one chocolate, full-size samples. All you have to do is call that toll-free number, and it's yours free. Call 1-866-368-3739. Be sure and tell them that Neil sent you by for the delicious one, and they'll give you an additional special gift when you mention my name. Or you can also order online at enterxdiabetic.com. Click on free samples. Here's that toll-free number again. It's free. Call 1-866-368-3739. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QA Bill's got a good fax here. He says, just a note about Al, this is my real hair, Sharpton. Stone funded his political folly so we could get matching funds and hang around long enough to be a pain in the ass at the convention. It's the usual southern strategy the Republicans use to firm up their southern base, which, of course, is nothing but another way of saying racist. Lee Atwater pioneered this years ago. It used to be Jesse Jackson playing the stooge, but now good old Al fills in. Al's derogatory comments about Bush are meaningless because, A, he's black and the Yahoos in the South aren't listening, B, he's black and full of it, and C, he's black. Politics 101, the Republicans are nothing but consistent. Well, Bill, don't worry about it. Like I said, he's small potatoes and nobody ain't paying attention to him now or any other time. Also, how about that new Dennis Miller show? If ever there was a Hall of Fame for sellouts, he would be in, in, uh, inducted immediately. Good point, Bill. I thought I was going to say if ever there was a hell, he'd be there immediately, too. Uh, can't but don't say, say hell again. Little kids are going to be walking around saying hell, God damn it. Uh, before we uh, get back, because I'm having fun with this thing, I'm sure everybody else is, too, and if not, too bad. Uh, i got a couple of things. Don't let me forget in the one to two hour. Marine Dowd's column, Purity of the Powells. And I love this. Lenora Skenazi from uh, New York Daily News. Janet's got nothing on Budweiser as the headline. This following column has been previewed and approved for all genital audiences. Anyway, just a couple of short uh, things. i got to read. Got to do it. The Spirit of Christ compels me to do it. Justin Tinkerbell, speaking of that... Mm. There's only one thing he could say that would please me. Bye, bye, bye! But he's, uh, his family is offended by the uh, Super Bowl and the whole deal. He's pissed uh... off. Justin Tinkerbell said yesterday his own family was offended by his racy Super Bowl halftime duet with Janet Jackson, but he insisted he thought only her bustier would be revealed, not her breast, <laughs> when he yanked at her costume. He yanked it <laughs> and came off. 
Timberlake said in an interview with KCBS that he understood how unfortunate this is. Oh, brother. Oh, it's so unfortunate. You know what? Yeah. He added that he was uh, frustrated that his character was being questioned. I do understand there were a lot of people that were completely offended by what happened, including my own family. And I think that's probably the part that's frustrating most for me and completely, 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 that's three completely is regrettable, he told uh, KCBS. Outside the Stable Center, where he was rehearsing for Sunday's Grammy Awards. Tinkerbell said he received a call before the show from Jackson and a choreographer saying they wanted to do a costume reveal. Now, I was under the impression that what was going to be revealed in the costume reveal was a red brazier bustier, he said. The singer said he didn't have time to rehearse it before ta uh, taking the stage, was stunned by the outcome. I mean, I was completely shocked and appalled, and all I could say was, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He said twice. The one second, when he said it just like that, by the way, I was going to say in the lower register, but that's exactly what he sounds like. Oh, my God. Right. The one second flashing which revealed Jackson's right breast clad only in a sun-shaped nipple shield to some 89 million viewers has caused an uproar. Boy, this is the AP. What matches of understatement? I'm really sorry. I'll this stuff. So Justin is pissed off and uh, offended, and his family's pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> well said. Cindy says, great show, Neil. I love all these old show tunes. Well, thank you, Cindy. Thank you so much. Uh, let's see. Bob Hope is still dead, but I just heard uh, him tell Janet Jackson, thanks for the memory. Not bad. Sorry, chronic Justin and, t and, and Tinker, uh, Tinkerbell Lakes. Not listening, just monitoring. Oh, we have a lot of those, Justin. Thank you. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. You don't know this. I married Joan. What a girl, what a world, what a life. Oh, I married Joan. Jim Backus. What a fine love is blind, what a wife. Do, 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 do. Gideon Gay, all day she keeps my heart locked. Gideon what? Never know where yeah. her brain has flown. Two weeks on. Now, what that was her name, Joan what? Fleischman. No, seriously, what the? <laughs> uh, Joan, uh, well, what the hell was her name? I can't believe I forgot that. That's embarrassing. I'm right so sorry. Over. That goes way, way back. Joan uh, Collins. Joan, uh, Joni, uh, huh? Joni loves Chachi. Joni loves Chachi. Boy, he's nasty looking. Man. The bluest sky you've ever seen in Seattle. And the hills the greenest green in Seattle. What is it? Davis. Oh, Joan Davis. Thanks. Brian. Brian. Thanks, Baldy. I remember Georgie Davis used to drive at uh, Hazel Park in Northville Downs. His son, uh, Stephen Davis, who can't drive his finger up his ass. Here we come. Oh, I wonder what this is. I don't know. And in spite of what you say, they did make some good music. I know they weren't what? musicians except for... Uh, I like their uh, music. Peter uh, Dork. No, it was uh, Michael Nesmith was a musician. What? what? I like their music. They made some good music. Have all yeah, I mean, they, you know. I couldn't sing for a schmidt. What the hell is that? I don't know. It sounds good. Oh, it's the flying... No, no. 
that Sally Field? Yeah, this is flying music. Is was that Sally Field? Yes. Oh, hey Justin, here's some flying music for you. Just fly away, please. Here's the story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold, like their mother, the youngest one. Do you think Florence Henderson really did kinky things with the Western oil? Dallas, didn't you? And so, probably. Deadly thing. All right. All right. All right. Never watched it. It was crap. Point. It was what? Point. Well, I'm not really acquainted with it because I never watched it. was funny. Sebastian oh, good. I'll take your word for it. Parking Here we go. Family. This was a real show, baby. Something for everybody. Now, here's a group that could sing. Not. Oh, and I just wanted to mention this. Remember I uh, told you yesterday I was watching the Biography Channel, and they had uh, Sal Minio's life on there? Right. And death. And uh, Don Johnson, there was a movie he made with a very young Don Johnson and a rape scene, a violent rape scene in prison where uh, Don Johnson was the rapey. Sal really? was raping him. Yeah. Our young, unbelievable-looking Don Johnson. And guess who else? That Well, they didn't really speak to Don Johnson. He's too embarrassed. But you've heard those rumors about Don Johnson going all three ways. Yeah, whatever. Up, down, inside, out. And guess who else they talked to who was good buddies with Sal Mineo? Well, let me give you a clue. A whole lot of love in his we'll and it wasn't, it wasn't Shirley Jones. No, it wasn't Susan we'll Day. It wasn't Danny DeBona Douchebag. No, it wasn't the two kids. It wasn't the Dave Madden. Or John Madden. Was it his brother Sean? Can I, can I confess my just obsession in my younger days with David Cassidy? I hate to do that because the guy with the eyes probably would get jealous, but man. He's got his body. He sure had some pretty hair, I'll tell you that. David Cassidy. It was pretty mouth. Here you go. Jim Lang. I beg your pardon? I don't know what that is. Yes, you do. The dating game. I can't believe That's you. That's the dating game? That That's the, the dating game theme. Sure it is. Oh. The newlywed. No. No, this is the newlywed theme. All right. With that stiff-necked asshole Bob Eubanks. But they had different dating games. No, no, what's the wrong. Right. Wrong. I'll bet you Boca Brian's life on it. That's it. All right. We must have spruced up the music later and changed it to that T1 attack. Get out of here. That was it, man. All right. You just don't know your horns, mister. It's one thing I know. I know my horns, including Lena. That ain't how I remember it. Five, six, seven... <laughs> <laughs> okay, like I said, that wasn't it. I just made so it up. It could have been more than one theme, you know. Sometimes shows uh, change their theme. No. No. Lost in Space. You're getting old, mister. You're getting old. Oh, it's really space bad. Two, uh, 1256 at 560 WQM. If your mattress is getting old like George, although I'll tell you one thing, George at least has got a dial mattress, and so do I, and so does Book O'Brien, and Miguel has got one, and you ought to see what he and his uh, lovely wife are doing on it. We can't even describe it here on the air. And Fat Boy, what he's doing on it, well, somebody cleans it up, I guess. 
I beg your pardon? He's sleeping on his. Who is? Fat boy. Right now. Is he really? I heard he's doing some other things. Seeping. Anyway, here's the answer. If you want the best mattress going, you know what style of mattress. Now, it's President's Day less than two weeks away, which means that the mall stores and showrooms, every year they do it. They run their big, phony mattress sales this time of the year, the ones where they double the price, then they chop it in half back to where it was in the beginning, and they say, hey, look at this, we're giving you half off. So if you want to be a fool and get sucked in, be my guest. But if you want to be smart, call Dial a Mattress. One easy call any day for the best prices in the world, 1-800-MATTRESS. No phony sales, no bait and swish, just everyday rock-bottom prices, and they got them all. Whatever brand you love, they got it. Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, and now even Stearns and Foster Hewitt. Choose from dozens of bottles at low everyday discount prices. You can rest easy and enjoy a great night's sleep by making that one easy phone call. You don't even have to leave the house. Just call 1-800-MATTRESS, and Dollar Mattress still lets you choose that two-hour delivery window that's convenient for you any day, seven days a week from 8 in the morning till 10 at night. Dollar Mattress is super proud of their overall customer satisfaction record. When you use these people once, next time, like years from now, when you need a mattress again, you'd never dream of going to those bedding and department stores and getting ripped off. So don't get sucked in by the phony ads. Do what we're all doing at QAM and what all the smart folks are doing. Make the one simple call, 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or check them out online at mattress.com. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560, QAM. The one to two hour. Hi, folks. Dennis Miller here, and I'm standing here with President George W. Bush, the man I'm endorsing for re-election. Hey, everybody. Old George here is doing a great job. I mean, you know, when it comes to getting it done, he makes Churchill look like Neville Chamberlain. <laughs> Isn't that right, sir? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's my favorite basketball player. <laughs> Right, and President Bush really stands up to the terrorists. I'll tell you, better than the Democrats. I mean, come on. Those guys have the backbone of a nematode on muscle relaxers, okay? <laughs> yeah, I think I used to lick nematodes back in my frat days. <laughs> and speaking of licking, George W. Bush is going to give the Democrats a bigger licking than Hooch Kid Turner. <laughs> well, I know what Hooch is, but... Who's Turner? <laughs> George W. Bush is going to turn this economy around faster than little Reagan's cranium in The Exorcist. I didn't know Ronald Reagan was in that movie. <laughs> I, I mean, come on. I don't mean to go off on a rant here. But George W. is to proactive foreign policy what Heisenberg was to quantum physics, okay? <laughs> uh, I, I was always good at his head. <laughs> so please, folks, come November 2004. Vote for George W. Bush. Trust me on this one. You'll be happier than Reuben Stuttered with a fistful of Ponderosa coupons. <laughs> I think I get that one. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Paid for by the surprising new friends of George W. Bush. It's a minute past one at 560 WQM. Happy Thursday to you. Mad Dog at two, the Hopper and the Royal Caribbean Golf Tournament. That's this afternoon. They're going to be whacking some balls around. Uh, let's see. Here's the facts. This is tonight at 10 p.m. on Channel 2. Frontline is rebroadcasting the documentary on porn. I don't know if you saw it, but it's a real fly opener. I'll be watching with both hands, it says. Squirt, squirt. Here. Did you like that? Still want an answer on that Rick Sanchez show? On Rip Torn? Yeah. Oh, Rick Sanchez, yes. WTVJ, 10 a.m., Monday through Friday. What did I say before? Before what? Before you said that. Anyway, uh, yeah, so in other words, he's still on the air. Uh, mark it down. We'll see how many days that's going to last. It's how many more days? About 30, man. How many more uh, hours can they handle? Hour oh, I know that. And like I said, I lasted maybe four minutes at Tops that one day. Oh, geez. I mean, Rick, come on, sweetheart. Get serious. A work-study job at Hooters criticized in Guyton, Georgia. I told you, Georgia and Kansas, man, they need to be, like, cut out of the um, U.S. map physically and discarded into the ocean. 
A high school senior's choice for a work-study job is a little bit too racy, nice of her superintendent. Laura Williams, 17, took a job about a month ago as hostess at a Hooters restaurant, the national chain known for its scantily clad waitresses. Superintendent Michael Moore, no, not that one, has asked Williams to quit, saying the job is not appropriate for a work-study program. I have questions in my mind because of the advertising and sexual connotations, he said. But Larry Williams said he doesn't mind his daughter working at the restaurant. In fact, Larry Williams said she might even meet short, fat Fanny there. Remember Larry Williams? No. Different one. He planned to appeal to the school board, argued that his daughter should be allowed to keep her job. I went to Hooters for an hour, and six families came for supper during that time. This is a chain restaurant with high standards. What's wrong with you people, man, in Guyton, Georgia? Shame on yous. Damn. And it just shows. Here she's cleaning the table. She's dressed uh, just fine. She's not walking around with, like, pasties and a G-string, stuff like that yet. What's wrong with these assholes? Oh, and speaking of that, here's Maureen Dowd's column, Purity of the Powells. Washington is in the virtue business this week. Center stage is a riveting father-son drama. No, not that one. At the FCC, Michael Powell is trying to save America's virtue, while over at the State Department, his father, Colin, is trying to save his own virtue. They're both obsessing about something that should have been there but suddenly wasn't. The son demanded an explanation for Janet Jackson's missing material, while the father wrestled with an explanation for Saddam Hussein's missing material. The son opened an inquiry into something everybody had already seen as the father defended his speech-making, the case for war based on something nobody has seen. Who could have guessed that Sodom's WMD would be less scary than Ms. Jackson's pierced metal sunburst, a weapon of mammary destruction, aimed at CBS chairman Les Moonves? Or as John Stewart points out, that a government so reluctant to investigate intelligence lapses is so eager to investigate a breast lapse. Asked in a Washington Post interview on Monday whether he would have recommended an invasion if he'd known that Iraq had no weapons, the Secretary of State replied, I don't know, adding that the absence of a stockpile changes the political calculus, it changes the answer you get. But the words had barely left his mouth before furious White House aides forced Mr. Powell to eat them. Just as Janet Jackson had to repent for revealing too much, so did the top diplomat. Secretary Powell had to go out and clarify his remarks to reporters, telling them the war, the war was justified even if weapons are never found. Rummy stuck to his Orwellian guns, telling Congress yesterday that just because we don't find the weapons doesn't mean they're not there, or as postmodern professors say, absence is presence. At least Ms. Jackson, like David Kay, had the grace to say, unfortunately, the whole thing went wrong in the end. Once more, Colin Powell was left trying to square being a good soldier with preserving what's left of his reputation, his twin concerns, wanting everyone to think he's a man of purity and not wanting to fight a battle he might lose, have come into fatal conflict because of Iraq. The younger Powell failed to appreciate the consequences of not curbing big media companies gobbling up rivals. Colin Powell failed to appreciate the consequences of not curbing Dick Cheney, Rummy, and Wolfie as they gobbled up foreign policy. The son vowed in 2001 that he would be patient with cultural excesses. I don't want the government as my nanny. I still have never understood why something as simple as turning it off is not part of the answer, he said back then. But here he is, the biggest nanny in government since William Bennett, starting a little culture war to improve his ratings. The FCC asked CBS for a Super Bowl halftime tape to determine whether standards were violated. What, the FCC can't pop for a TiVo? Next, the FCC will ask the CIA to provide satellite photography of the rogue bustier. The Janet and Justin show was unbelievably tawdry, but also unbelievable, unbelievably banal. Another rehearsed pseudo-shock that the media and not the government gladly play along with. Isn't it the power of social opprobrium in a free society enough? It's already out of control. Ms. Jackson lost her spot as a presenter at the Grammys, and NBC's affiliates forced the network to take out a scene from last night's episode of ER because a breast was exposed for a second and a half. It was the breast of an 80-year-old woman dying of a heart attack. Sizzle, sizzle. Besides, should all the indignation be about a wardrobe malfunction when there were all those icky ads financing our annual festivities of testosterone about erectile dysfunction? 
One father I know tried telling his curious 10-year-old son the ads were about electile dysfunction. Michael Powell should stop interfering where he doesn't belong. Colin Powell should start interfering where he does belong. The secretary should get off the sidelines where the vice president and Pentagon banished him and stop waiting for them to fail so he can be vindicated. He should get more involved in rescuing Iraq from chaos. The Hawks war to make Iraq free and secure is slowly descending into anarchy and ethnic conflict. That's indecent. Writes the always brilliant Marine Dowd. You go, girl. Nice going. Yes. Should I read one more quick? Okay. Well, I'll get the other one out of the way, then we can have uh, fun and games. All right. Don't that sound good? Uh, this is uh, Lenore Skenazi in the New York Daily News. She says, the following column has been previewed and approved for all genital audiences. <laughs> Oops, did I say genital? I meant general. Hey, it was completely unscripted, unforeseen vocabulary malfunction. Don't stick the FCC on me. But now that we're talking about body parts, how about that Super Bowl? Janet's peek-a-boob may be getting all the attention, and how do you think other boob, her other boob feels? But actually, it was just one brief entry in the evening's gala salute to sexual humiliation. Shaken, shattered, and shaved, that's how CBS served up all-American manhood on Sunday, and much of the credit must go to Budweiser, which seems single-handedly to have invented a new marketing strategy, buy our beer and something terrible will happen to your who's it. In one ad, for example, man number one has his dog fetch a Bud Light, then asks his friend, what can your dog do? Whereupon man number two... Uh, two's dog chomps on a man's number one privates, causing him to relinquish his beer and presumably any hopes of having children. Makes me scared to get anywhere near a bud, and I don't even have a uh, you-know-what, says Lenore. Working that emasculation magic for all it's worth, another bud ad features Cedric the Entertainer sauntering into what looks like a massage parlor, only to learn too late that he's in for a bikini wax. Oh, painful and girly, two points. As for the Edward, the carriage horse pulling a romantic couple cuts more cheese than craft, what can I say? Sure, it reinforces the crucial pass and gas pop a boat connection, but it delivered no real crippling sexual consequences. How did CBS let it slip in? Perhaps, ne perhaps next year the horse can mistake part of the man for a carrot. Luckily, the end in which a monkey puts the moves on a major babe makes up for any dip in deviancy level by suggesting that a guy who leaves his girlfriend on the couch may face serious competition from a primate. Message, drink bud, lose out to a monkey. These ads were interspersed with about a million more for ED drugs, not to be confused with LED drugs, which make your penis light up. One even warned viewers to call the doctor if their erection lasted more than four hours. And then, of course, there was the halftime show, which featured so much bumping and grabbing, most men were left wondering, am I the only one without a four-hour erection? It's enough to make you, make you a guy grab a beer or a Levitra or never mind. Pretty good column by Lawrence Skenazi in the Daily News. Isn't that cute? Mm -hmm. It was cute, enough to make him grab squirt, squirt. something. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Starting to see a little bit of uh, slacking off now. I think they've finally seen Janet's booby enough. Still heavy-duty response on there, but probably all 6 billion people on the planet have visited our website once and seen enough. What I like most about NeilRogers.com is we have 521 votes. Added to the 284 we had in the first poll is what, 7? It's uh, 805, see? Okay. Just calm it down a little bit. Both pictures and the story is 50-50, 129. Listening to the show online, 122. The poll, 75. The naked picture, 64. <laughs> the news story, 63. I hated it, its evil, 23. The archive, 17. The silly noises, <laughs> 16. And the funny pictures, 12. Everybody knows in a second life we all come back sooner or later. As anything from my mother's a, a man eating alligator. Absolutely. What kind of a fag caught that notion up? 
Jay Stewart was the announcer. Molly Hall was the host. Let's take a deal. Yep. Boys. Brooklyn's broken out in fights. There's a traffic jam in Harlem that's backed up to Jackson Heights. There's a scout troop toward a child cruiser. Car 54, where are you? Yay. Soap opera. Uh-huh. Uh, All my... I bet you Freaky Carlos at the front desk is squeezing it right now. He's probably yanking on them rings. Is that the one Susan Lucci's on? Coochie Coochie, it stars Susan Lucci. The show Charlie sucks, Gucci. and so does Susan. And so does Freaky Carl. And now that you mention it. Horrible show. Just absolutely the worst piece of dreck. Believe you me, I know my soap operas, mister. I trust you. I'll stick with a little tiny bit of guiding light and passions. That's where it's at. The lovely Sheridan. By the way, she's going to get another jolt today. She's getting the juice. And one of these days, Whitney's going to tell uh, uh, Eve something. <laughs> one thing, one thing about that show is they just keep purposely dragging it out and dragging it out just to aggravate and frustrate the audience. They love it. It's like an S and M thing, and the audience is on the M side. We're all masochists. And how about that, Luis and Miguel? Twelve minutes past one at five sixty WQM. Hey, if you've got a job that really isn't paying you squat, if your paycheck is so puny and tiny it looks like Todd Drex's penis, here's the answer for you: get yourself a real career and a big fat one that goes along with it. George likes a big fat one. In fact, he's probably puffing on one right now. Call Fast Train toll free and change your life. Call one eight six six Fast Train. Rumor I'm hearing is that uh, Todd Drex has got like you know pigs have like those corkscrew penises. Yeah, curvy. He opens up uh, wine bottles with it. Call Fast Train at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to start that new high-paying computer career in just four short months. Fast Train can help you out in getting you a new high-paying computer career and changing your life for the better forever. And the demand for computer professionals is still growing, so pick up that phone and call them today at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Seven Fast Train locations all around town, so there's bound to be a campus close by you. And they actually do have a campus, unlike UM. Fast Train offers job placement, financial assistance for those who qualify. With day, night, and weekend classes, there's no excuse to stay in a crappy, meaningless, dead-end job no more. And if you're registered now, you can have that new high-paying career in just four short months by June, no less. So call Fast Train, and now you can have a big, impressive paycheck that will stretch a long way. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN or check them out on that wicked web at FastTrain.com. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. I don't believe it. Look at that girl. She's a big name beauty who's appeared in movies, and you've seen her in the picture show. Yeah, I saw Ghost Bruce Willis is her hubby, and she's got a little baby that she brings to the studio. Right. She makes all kind of dough to buy all kinds of clothes, but the clothes she doesn't wear. Are the clothes that are painted on the girl who's naked on the cover of the Vanity Fair? Vanity Fair. Demi Moore is naked on the cover. Fair. With a suit that's made from watercolor. Fair. Is it truth or is it dare? On the cover of the Vanity Fair. It's a very, very good paint job. I think I'll take up art. I got a great for her skin-tight fashion Cause she's gone out on a limb She got a body by Sherwin-Williams And they even did the trim She got a pinstriped bosom And lapels go with them And she's looking so debonair Oh, so beautiful 
But you ain't seen nothing like the extra buttons on the cover of the Vanity Fair. Uh-huh. Vanity Fair. Oh, boy. Naked on the cover. Fair. smiling. She ain't even pregnant this time. 118 at 560 WQM. So, Eric, did uh, you discuss the minuscule amount of cash he's making from those banner ads? It's been discussed before. Yes. Well, I think uh, I'd be more than happy to replace that so we can have the website be the way we want it to be. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Because it's basically a losing proposition. Uh-oh. My favorite Thing. Bill Bixby's still dead, by the way. We all like Bill Bixby. And but unfortunately, Walsh. he decided to die. How about Ray Walsh for this? He, he died, too, didn't he? He died, too. Oh, Christ. What? I sure hope they didn't go to hell. What the hell is this? I don't know. Is this another soap opera? Well, kind of a nighttime soap opera. Peyton Place. Remember Sandy Peyton's Place? Oh! I hate this show, and you like it. Jeff Parton. You don't really like that show. Yeah, I do. You just say that to aggravate me. So you have to be able to answer a few of the questions to like it. Ah, the answer is, it sucks. I prefer to steal a fortune myself. Yeah, okay. no, it's really easy. Mary Hartman! What could this be? I don't know. Let me guess. Is this Mary Cartman? I think that was really the forerunner of passions, if you ask me. Hogan Zeros. Excellent. You understand the couple Absolutely. Remember Gentle Ben? No. I don't either. No, I don't. Was Gentle Ben like an animal? Was that, was that like a I Ben Cartwright? Was a bear or uh, I think Gentle Ben was a bear. Oh, speaking of being bear. Or a thermometer. This is the theme from the first show about hemorrhoids. <laughs> Gomer's Piles. So, bam. Oh! I can't stand him, man. He just leaves me limp. One of yours. That's what Rock Hudson used to say, too. That Jim Neighbors leaves me limp. About an hour. <laughs> I heard it was only 15 minutes. Oh, my. oh, brother. Yeah. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Nobody's going to know this. Skippy the Bush Kangaroo? Never heard of it. Did you hear that? A skip? 
Maybe that's why they called it Skippy. You dirty rat patrol. Now, who is that, like Judy Collins or one of them uh, folk type singers? Uh, very honest with the Who? Nothing. Well, look at that. I don't know. Oh, don't tell me that's the last. I think that's where this one dies. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. I don't know. Twelve o'clock. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Hiya, Howie. So I was right. That's where the other one, uh, the only good news is, though, don't, don't have any up here. What did the guy want to hear, Maverick? That's what he wanted. Can't find it yet. I got it. I'll bet your life on it that I got it. Big finish, here we go. All right. And? Patrick Kane, your favorite one. He died. Best part of it is I'm lost. You know what I mean? I'll find you right there. Our voyage to the bottom of the sea. Sea life. Sea hunt. See this. <laughs> Time travel. Oh well. With the uh, marginal James Darren. Voyage one to the bottom of the sea. Oh, there it is. I love that so much. Let's go to sleep to that. Now, was Voyage Bridges sniffing blue during this or what? That was my favorite line from that movie, Airplane. Yeah, I picked a bad day to quit sniffing glue. That was it. Oh! 
You're not going to believe this. Remember that fact somebody had earlier about Doctar? Doctari? Doc, what I call it? Doctar. 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 There it is, Doctari. <gasps> Better take a quick call or two here. They're going to start getting uh, psychotic. Here's line nine, QAM. QAM. Oh, and look at that. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. It said we're not connected. Now, how can that be? No, we're uh, not. Really? Oh, George, can you believe Oh, this? no. One moment, please. There's no dots, George. Uh oh. No dots. Let me try it again. Well, we got internet. Well, then the dots will come back. Okay, we just uh, maybe just took a long rest there. But in the meantime. Woody! No dots, man. But the good news is they just came back. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. How are you today? Okay, sir. I just love, I love what you're doing this afternoon. This is great. And this relates to it a little bit, that I have a major obsession with Kitty Carlisle and Beth Meyerson, if you remember those. Sure. Two. Kitty Carlisle was on eight million different panel shows, including What's My Line and To Tell the Truth, and Beth Meyerson was on The Big Payoff. And have a great day. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what happened to him. They when I said it. The Big Payoff, I think he got squirt, squirt. his own Big Payoff. Randy Merriman and Beth Meyerson, right? Right. You don't remember that. They used to give away no, mink coats. Agreeing with everything. Long before you were even born, before you were even an idea. 27 after 1 at 560 WQM. If you've got an idea of buying a new car or truck, well, do something smart and save yourself a lot of cash by visiting Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. They're on US 1, just 20 easy minutes south of the 836, and Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead is worth the drive no matter where you live to save yourself a whole potload of cash on a great new Toyota. Check out these unbeatable prices. they got an 04 Corolla waiting for you, loaded, including air, that you own for just $12,990. An 04 Camry with air automatic and lots more, just $16,990. Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in the country, from just $14,990. And when you buy your new vehicle at Armstrong's Toyota Homestead, you'll get a free Sun Pass. These were the first guys in the area to offer you free batteries and tires for life. General Manager David Fatrich and his staff will do whatever it takes to put you in a great new Toyota today. Experience the Armstrong Toyota of Homestead difference. They're locally owned and operated, and they're committed to making you happy with 100% customer satisfaction. Service department is even open late weeknights to late to make sure that your service work is done and done right. They're easy to get to. U.S. 1 and 293rd Street in Homestead, just 20 easy minutes south of the 836. So if you're up to your ears, if you're fed up with those mega dealers who overpromise and always seem to underdeliver, then call David Rich, the GM at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead at 305-242-3247. 305-242-3247 for Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Drive a little bit and save a whole lot on that brand new Toyota. <laughs> Know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. Jesus Christ for extra strength, Dexedrin. When you're getting crucified, the last thing you need is a headache. There's so much pressure. Hanging around with the whole world's sins weighing on your shoulders. Then some gladiator sticks a spear in your side. Yeah! Jesus Christ, that hurts. So when this thorny crown feels like a vice around my head, that's when I reach for Dexedrin. Well, I, I don't reach for it. 
needs Excedrin? Hey, Jonas, could you throw a couple into my mouth? Come on, I'm the savior for Christ's sake. Extra strength Excedrin. Because a headache is a heavy cross to bear. 132 at 560 QM. The reason I play that is this fact from Alex in Miami who says, just another example of censorship and bullshit that we have to endure from all these religious freaks and goyim living in the good old USA. Mel Gibson's reportedly decided to delete a controversial scene in which the Jewish high priest calls down a kind of curse on the Jewish people Oy. from his film The Passion of Christ due to the pressures placed on him from the various religious groups opposed to the movie. Can anybody say communism? Can anybody say just don't go see it if you don't like it? Thanks, Neil. Love your no. show, too. You've really shaped my views on things and my thing, too. I'm shaping Alex's thing. Well, that's good. Maybe pretty soon it'll look like a real one, Alex. Just keep working on it. 5670560. Oh, oh, look at this. Here's some good news from Georgia. Finally got some good news from Georgia. Maybe someday they might even end segregation there, but not too soon. <laughs> Don't get crazy. Cox will recommend evolution stay in curriculum. See, Don Cox went to that heaven, that, that uh, party heaven, didn't he? Party. Yeah. I can't believe. Well, I mean, I can because he, you know, had his problems. But it's just hard to believe that Don Cox died, you know? Yeah, that was and Mike uh, Guineri. not expected. Oh. Well, what do you mean not expected? You know, when somebody's like old, like 60. <laughs> oh, just wait. Just wait, <laughs> mister. State School Superintendent Kathy Cox announced today she will recommend that the word evolution be retained in Georgia's proposed curriculum for middle and high school students, uh, science students or whatever. Be retained. I made the decision to remove the word evolution from the draft of the proposed biology curriculum in an effort to avoid controversy, but that would prevent people from reading the substance of the document itself, Cox said in a statement. Instead, a greater controversy ensued. Cox had proposed the phrase, biological changes over time, a term that scientists derided as meaningless, be used instead. I'm here to tell you that I misjudged the situation. I want to apologize for that. A lot of people apologizing. I want you to know today that I'll recommend to the teacher teams that the word evolution be put back in the curriculum, to which we say, All right. thank God, okay, for evolution. Although it's working very slowly in Georgia. <laughs> Maybe that's why she wants to yank it out. Hey, kids, what time is it? Here we go. <laughs> this show cannot be on air today. You know that? Oh, you can't say duty. Well, that makes us feel like duty. Oh, don't say it. And boys and girls at home and kids in the gallery, let's go! So what was how to do made out of? Duty. You're starting to sound like Mr. Bluster now. He was a swinging guy, swinging cat in the jungle, man. I'll take your word for it. Tarzan. Oh, Tarzan See? what? That was it. The, the movie? Oh. That's not very we had a Tarzan show. Was that the one with Ron Elian or something like that? Ron Elian. Oh, this is the Erzot version. Well, it's the best I can do for right now. I'm sure I got the other Robin Hood? Yeah, can we can we say Friar Tuck? Can we say that? No, no, no. Oh. 
we got the new version called Robin in the Hood. Yeah. Come and ride the little train that is rolling down the tracks to the junction. You know, when I hear themes from those shows, it makes me think of uh, Lutz. Yeah. And Two Egg. And Tampa. Calm down, Howard. Wreck them. Even Mr. Ripple knows there ain't nothing worse than a raw hide. Well, I get that finger moving faster. What? Now, what was his name? Alan what? Funt? Hold on. Alan. I don't know. And Mr. Red? Oh, the Rhino knows. Joan Davis. Alan. Come on, Brian. Alan Young. Excellent. Now I'm thinking this one might be the theme for Kerry's campaign. <laughs> Ever see John Kerry and Herman Munster together? No. Same person. <laughs> this is the great facts that you just sent. Play one for me, Neil. How about the theme from the TV series Combat? Thanks, George W. Bush. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he likes that combat. As long as somebody else is doing a combatant, if you catch my drift. Sounds like wagon train. Who's that on the bat line? Hello? Tell Mr. Book O'Brien he's absolutely wrong. It was Alan Rocky Lane, the voice of Mr. Red. No, no, but the guy who played uh, the, the character, not the uh, voice of Mr. Red. Oh, I thought you were looking for, for uh, oh. Boy, okay, you are. Okay, makes me feel like, feel like duty. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy, duty. Well, a great show. Hey, by the way, remember yes? P.S.T. Bluster had a brother. Do you remember what his name was? No. Me neither. I remember Beulah the Witch. Oh, sure. Hey, you know, you mentioned hey, that. Beulah the Witch was on uh, Kukla, Fran, and Ollie, though, right? Right. Sunday, I bought a nine-volume set of Kukla, Fran, and Ollie. 
All right. All right. And I got my matching Howdy Doody set in the other room. I'll swap you one day. All right. All right. See you, Suds. Okay, bye. Bye. What a great guy, Suds Coleman, man. A tremendous guy, which, of course, is why he's sitting there listening to the radio now and not working. Yeah. I know it's very sad. Ooh, very goodness. sad. People with no talent whatsoever, they got a job, and Suds is sitting there letting his wife do all the work. Well, that's not a bad idea. Right. Wish I could do that. Alan Young was the... Um, was the guy on uh, Mr. Red. And, of course, Alan uh, Alda was the horse's ass. <laughs> 20, till, 20 till 2. Well, Alan Alda was on MASH, and you like that show, and just about everybody else does, or they pretend they did. I didn't like MASH. I'm sorry. I liked it early on. Of course, I watched it, like, in the third-run syndication. I kind of like home fries better myself, unless it's a lot of gravy. 20 till 2 at 560 WQM. Guys, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Hope you're not thinking about giving the same old tired flowers. Good golly. Unless you're planning on getting the same old whatever it is she gives you, as in nothing. Here are three words that you need to remember. Vermont teddy bear. You send her a bear gram at work, the love, the love, lover boy bear, the love bandit bear, or the new all-star valentine dressed like a sports fan. When it arrives, she'll be completely surprised and all of her co-workers will think you're the greatest guy for sending such an original, thoughtful, neat gift. Then maybe she'll give you the gift that you're hoping for. Just call 1-800-829-BEAR and the Friendly Bear Council will help you choose the perfect bear for your valentine delivered with a free chocolate in their famous gift box. It only takes five minutes to order and overnight delivery to home or office is guaranteed. You give her a nice box and she might give you one too. Call 1-800-829-BEAR or shop online at vermontteddybear.com. Send your valentine the creative alternative to flowers which are dead in just a matter of hours and the bear of course lives on. Call 1-800-829-BEAR, 1-800-829-BEAR and tell them that cranky old Neil told you to call. Radio 560, QAM. God, Neil. He's back in jail, re-singing his classic hits for his latest release. It's Glenn Campbell, live from the Maricopa Tunes. I'm an old drunk cowboy. When I can't see the lines, I start weaving all over the road. By the time I find my penis, I'll be sober. In the tunes, I have a cellmate. His name's Jerome. Gaviscon, honey, Gaviscon. Out my butt, the gas keeps blowing. My green underwear is now blowing. I'm doing time in Maricopa County. I'm mixing booze with legs of pro. I was a big star, but now I'm just a washed up cranky. Old asshole. Glenn Campbell. I want to douse him with lighter fluid and set his ass on fire. That's just how much I hate Nick Van Dyke. Rectum. Yes, Glenn Campbell resings his all-time greatest hits live from the Maricopa Tunes. Available wherever cigarettes are traded. 145 at 560. WQM Mad Dog coming up at 2. I'm going to tell you hit the jackpot. Who is a tall dark stranger there? Maverick is the name. Right in the trail, had it. Where luck is his companion. Gambling is his game. Smooth as a handle on a gun. Maverick is the name. Oh! Wild as the wind in Oregon. Blowing up a canyon. 
And you remember the one that wouldn't play on the other disc? Yeah. The Virginian? Right. Well, see, when you got about a whole bunch of these, about 30, man. sooner or later you find it. This is what started this whole Simmons today was this, with Doug McClure. The West Virginian? Now, i got to confess, I like Doug McClure. He was just a fine uh, young man. But I, the show that really just uh, had me standing on, on top of uh, the counter. Oh, Smokey? No. Mm. Yeah, no. I really had the hots for uh, Fred McMurray. No, I mean, uh, Don Grady. Uncle Charlie. Yeah, Uncle Charlie did it for me, I'll tell you that. Squirt, squirt. And Don Grady was banging uh, Ferris Fawcett. So they said. We do? My three illegitimate sons. I don't know what it sounds like. Well, it may be coming up after the next break. You never know. I don't even know what this show is. You? I can barely hear it. The Rebel? No. Well, it's, uh, it'll, it'll get there. Johnny Yuma was a rebel. Sounds like Johnny Cash to me. Johnny Yuma. Oh, that is wonder he died. Oh. The Rebel. I'm sure glad I missed that show. Oh, talk about saccharin. It's the Donna Reed Show. Starring Greg. And Moe. Absolutely. And Lou. And a cast of unmentionables. Where is this? Do you hear anything? I heard a little bit. And that was it. Ooh! Peter Gunn. Duh. Oh! Now, the interesting part of it is a lot of these shows, the theme was much, much better than the show ever was. Not this one, though. <laughs> hey, I used to have these thin plastic black belts, you know, just like Wally. Oh, that's right, I put it in a minute. Should have saved one. Can't get that one. Oh, what is this? I remember Get your kicks on. Can I ever tell you about Jane Orr? No. Or who? Tennis and Menace. In fact, next time, since you are in the Tanner building, next time Tanner's in the building, ask him about Jane Orr. It is a tough Tanner building. He'll tell you some tales. Really? Uh oh, don't tell me this isn't going to go past it. Now, this is interesting. Maybe it's my uh, players here. Why does it say error? Because this is bought right from the goddamn store. Is there something going on here that I don't know about? I don't know. Maybe it's a Canuck wow. thing. Huh? Maybe it's a Canuck thing. I think it's a communist plot, if you ask me. Anyway, 5670560. Oh, you might take a call or two before we're done, but I doubt it. Now, did Eric ever, like, get back to you on your little message board there on your Ouija board? No, I think he missed it. I'll talk to him after the show. Well, you confabulate with him and see, yes, you know, yes. get a price. Let's t start taking care of Eric, and you can pay. I mean, I can pay him. Or Josh can pay him. 
Josh can pay him a reasonable amount every month and get, get that banner ad crap off of there. We don't need that and we don't need all those restrictions. We want to have like a wild and fun and crazy and great website. Not when it's, I mean, I read the, those restrictions, man. That's enough to make me want to gag. Sounds, sounds like something that came from Michael's Powell's Bowel. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Were you drudge packing? And now, it's time for Leave It to Ozzy. Starring Barbara Billingsley as June Cleaver, Hugh Beaumont as Ward Cleaver, and the irrepressible Ozzy Osbourne as the Oz. Oh, good morning, Ozzy. Oh, f*** you, Mom. Oh, dear. I can see someone woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Oh, good bloody hell. I can't believe how much my head hurts. Where the f*** is Sharon? Sharon! Who's Sharon? Is that one of your friends from school, dear? Why, good morning, Ozzy. Oh, f*** you, Dad. Get out of my face. Now, Ozzy, that's no way to talk to your father. <laughs> Say, son, what have you got planned for today? What do you mean, what have I got planned for today? What? I don't know. Since when the Prince of Darkness have to hand out a f***ing itinerary? I'm going to go bite the head off of that boss at Eddie Haskell. How's that? Oh. You have fun now, okay, Ozzy? Yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. Go f*** yourselves. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Leave It to Ozzy. Tune in next week when you'll hear Ozzy say, F*** off, you f***ing f***ing... 156 at 560. I bet you Michael Powell ain't going to be too happy about Ugh. that show. Guarantee you that right now. Anyway, horrible story. Girl raped at Lauder Hill School by two fourth graders. B.O. says, uh, Tuesday we had a kid, a 14-year-old kid killed by another 14-year-old boy, stabbed him in the neck, cut his throat. Now two fourth grade boys were suspended from school after a classmate said she was raped in a bathroom at Royal Palm Elementary in Lauder Hill uh, yesterday. A 10-year-old victim was taken to a sexual assault center after the attack was reported. Deputies said they received back positive indications she was raped. The two boys, ages 11 and 12, and turned over to juvenile authorities. Each was charged with sexual battery of a child and lewd and lascivious exhibition. The assaults were reported to police after a girl told a friend who told a teacher who reported to authorities. Both boys confessed. Fry their ass. Yeah. Turn them over to Broderick Crawford. He'll take care of them. He'll kick their ass, man. Rectum, you bet. Whenever the laws of any state are broken, a duly authorized organization swings into action. It may be called the state police, state troopers, militia, the rangers, or the highway patrol. These are the stories of the men whose training, skill, and courage have enforced and preserved our state law. All right. Oh, we already did Dennis yeah, the Dennis. Menace, right? Dennis the Penis, yeah. sorry. Yo, wait, wait, what's this? I can guess. Yeah, what could this be? She said she wants to smoke a big fat. Got it? No. The Emma Squad. Oh, Patty Buccio. 
Dave Ness. Yeah. Robert Stack. Stack. Ah! <laughs> Dick Van Dort. He sure put the dick in Dick Van Dyke, I'll tell you that. I had a good line for that, but Michael Powell might be listening. Anyway, this was uh, not too bad. How the hell we got started with Doug McClure in Virginia, right. and I you, got a bug up on my ass about these things. Uh, drive-in show, and the, uh, the people time forgot was on. Oh, that's right. See how it all, uh, like a big giant now, we don't have time to do anything else. <laughs> time forgot us. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's really good news. Good news for us, and the bad news for you, if uh, you don't make that deal with the... Uh, if Santino don't make that deal with the old man. I'm At any rate, here's the poll result. What I like most about NeilRogers.com, our fabulous website, 659 votes. So let's see, 659 and 284 is what? 980-something. Uh, 43. Not too bad. Not a 1,000, but we can't do that every day. Because finally, everybody's seen that booby enough. They got the booby prize, and oh, it's starting to sag a little bit. Uh, the, both the pictures and the stories, 50-50, 178. Listening to the show online, 148. Thank, thank God for them. The polls, 91. Naked pictures, 85. Oh, we want to see it again. News story, 75. I hated it. it's evil, 28. The archives, 20. The silly noises, 19. And of course, them funny pictures, 15. Mad Dog, Jim Manage coming along next. I'm sure going to be talking at length about that unbelievable Panther overtime win over Phoenix 5-4 last night. Bye, bye, bye! The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Big, gigantic, dark ass. Oh.